This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Lexington High School on a beautiful night for football here to start the month of September. Yes, it's September 1st already, and it is time for week number three of high school football around the state of Ohio. And tonight we are back at home as the Lexington Minutemen come in tonight with an 0-2 record. They will get set to host another backyard foe, if you will, and the Clear Fork Colts who come in tonight with a 1-1 one and one record. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier back with me as we are getting set for what is going to be an absolutely perfect night weather-wise for football. The field is in spectacular condition. It looks like it hasn't even been played on yet this year. And we are ready as we are just about 15 minutes away from kickoff tonight. And the Clear Fork Colts come in with a one and one record. They beat Lucas in week one in double overtime. And then they lost last week to Grandview, uh, excuse me, Granville, uh, 15 to nothing. So Clear Fork one and one on the year. And Lexington, week one, played right here at home, and unfortunately they dropped that one to the Warriors uh, by a final score of 17-14 to 14 on a last-second field goal. And then last week went over to Shelby, and uh, they did get the offense rolling a little bit better, uh, but unfortunately with that attack through the air that Shelby can bring, um, Lexington fell last week 50-19. to 19. So the Minutemen coming in 0-2. Not quite desperation mode yet, but uh, win tonight would definitely, definitely help things for the Minutemen uh, just as they move throughout the season in general. But, if, of course, always on the back of everyone's mind is a playoff spot and a way to really uh, turn around the outlook of trying to get into the playoffs. Uh, a win tonight would do that. So uh, we'll see if the Minutemen can respond after a couple of tough first weeks. But last year had a very similar start to the year. Lost a close one over at Ontario. Kind of got beat up a little bit by Shelby, but then strung together a few wins uh, with Mount Vernon and Worcester back-to-back. -back. And, um, you know, it's it's just uh, hopefully the Minutemen can respond the way they did last year and kind of put themselves right back in the thick of things. And uh, definitely a win tonight would help do that for sure as I do think Clear Fork will rack up a few more wins as the year goes on, and uh, that always helps. Any team you beat, the more wins they get, helps you in the playoff standings. So, see if they can do that tonight. As the Band of Gold is out on the field, and they will perform tonight's national anthem here momentarily. And uh, when we come back, we will uh, let Nick speak, and we'll get you the uniforms tonight brought to you by BP Electric. We'll give you a quick rundown of what's going around going on around the OCC tonight. And there is one conference game tonight, and it's going to be a fairly interesting one, I think. Everyone else, though, in the OCC and the non-conference. So we'll give you that rundown here in just a few minutes. And, of course, we'll have Nick's keys to the game and the kickoff uh, here just about 12 minutes away uh, when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. 
Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aiden Nichol, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on FearTheVillage.com. Tonight's national anthem just concluded by the Band of Gold, a wonderful rendition as always. Back here at Lexington, Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Week number three is about to commence. And the 0-2 Minutemen will host the 1-1 one one Clear Fork Colts. And, Nick, uh, you were unable to be there last week, but you kind of got caught up on what happened uh, just based on the first two weeks. Let's talk about tonight. What do the Minutemen need to do to get that first win in the win column? Well, I think they just got to keep building. I mean, obviously week one, a little bumpy. Caudill's first start, a lot of, lot of jitters, first home game, you know, uh, backyard brawl. So a lot of factors went into that ball game. And, I mean, to lose at, at the buzzer, it's a pretty good showing from a very young football team. And then you go over to Shelby, a little bit tougher opponent over there. And But still, I mean, you, you saw them continue to build on what they did in week one. The offense got going a little bit more, more specifically through the air. Joe Caudill completed a couple touchdowns over to Carter Newman last week. So that's really promising to see. And then, I mean, obviously the defense is going to keep doing their thing. I mean, they've, they've caused a ton of turnovers so far in the first two weeks, and you really just look for them to keep building on these on these games week by week, and hopefully, I mean, week three, pretty pretty good starting point. Uh, I mean, another tough opponent, opponent, obviously, but a new head coach, so I'm assuming there's probably some new systems that have been put into place, so maybe not the same clear four teams we've seen in the past. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that could go right tonight. I mean, I really, I'm really looking forward to see how much they get Seven Allen involved. I know I probably talked about that week one also, but I mean, you saw what he could do on defense the last couple of weeks. Offensively, you're just starting to get a taste of what he's really capable of doing. So, you really look to see him. No Mason Green tonight, so Markel Martin gonna get probably all the touches for the most part. So, I mean, that's another workhorse. You really just gotta gotta feed feed what's working. So I think the running game tonight, Clear Fork's defense is very tough, but I think if they can get the running game going a little bit, set Joe up to have success through the air later in the game. Yeah, and uh, no Dontrell Hughes tonight for the second week in a row. I got some inside intel, and he has a broken finger that he's dealing with, so they're gonna hold him out at least 
probably a couple more weeks. And then last week, as Nick kind of mentioned there, Mason Green took a big hit and had a left, I believe it was a uh, a right leg injury for Mason Green. And uh, so certainly a couple of big pieces out tonight on the defensive side for the Minutemen, for sure. And then obviously with Mason being out on the offensive side, that hurts a little bit too. But uh, they can at least kind of make up for his loss at the running back slot. Much harder to do at that linebacker position. But uh, now the Minutemen have kind of have a, had a week to prepare for both of those losses, and we'll see what they can do on the defensive side of the ball. Something interesting this year is that the Minutemen have actually had six interceptions, and uh, that's something that we've never really seen here in our time covering the Minutemen. Um, I'm not sure they've had six interceptions in a year, much less in two games. So uh, there's definitely some promising things going on in the secondary. But then you kind of look at a team like Shelby, and they were able to throw the ball very effectively last week. It's really a, it's really a weird dynamic. I mean, it was either a touchdown or an interception for Shelby's offense last week. So um, it's, it's so interesting to watch this defense play because you just don't know what you're going to get every single play out of them. But hopefully they start to become more consistent and settle in and, uh, you know, turn some of those interceptions into touchdowns and turn some of those – bigger plays into much smaller plays or pass breakups and, you know, just much more solid back there. But right now it seems to be feast or famine for the secondary. Uh, quick look right now around the OCC tonight. Got some interesting ones for you, including one conference game. We'll start with that one first. Worcester's going to go to New Philly. I think that, uh, that game's going to tell us a lot tonight because I think Worcester, uh, I think they're going to be a lot better than last year but still kind of a question mark. And the new Phillies come out this year putting up points left and right, which is not something they did at all last year. So very interesting matchup out there at Quaker Stadium tonight between the Generals and the Quakers. Everything else in the OCC tonight is non-conference. Ashland will travel down the Buckeye Valley. And that, I think, that one's going to be an interesting to keep an eye on too because Ashland struggled last week against a Harding team that's not a great team. And Ashland's got to go all the way down to Buckeye Valley. So definitely uh, one to keep an eye on there. Madison will go over to Ontario. Ontario trying to start 3-0. Mansfield Senior takes the dreaded trip up to Maslin tonight. I'm not sure that one's going to go well for the Tigers, the TY Tigers. Uh, but we'll keep an eye on that one for you. Mount Vernon travels to Delaware. Hayes and West Holmes will go to Licking Valley. So a lot of OCC teams on the road tonight. In fact... Outside of the one conference game tonight, Lexington is the only OCC team at home tonight. So that's kind of an interesting little stat there that we will uh, definitely keep an eye on. We are just about a little under five minutes away from kickoff here at Lexington. Lex about to take the field, so is Clear Fork. We'll take just a 30-second break to uh, kind of compose ourselves before kickoff tonight. We'll get you uniforms when we come back and Nick's keys to the game shortly before kickoff which is about four and a half minutes away right here on fearthevillage.com. 
Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Nearing kickoff of week three, Lexington and Clearfork coming up here in just a second. But before we kick off, we've got to give you uniforms tonight. Brought to you by BP Electric. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. The Minutemen tonight going with those white helmets. The Minuteman logo on the right side. The player numbers on the left side. They'll go with the home purple jerseys. Yellow or gold numbers. And white letters. A little bit of gold and white trim as well. And they'll go with the gold pants. And the block purple L on the left hip. And a purple stripe as well. So... Minutemen going with the purple on gold tonight. The Clear Fork Colts going with the matte black helmets. Pretty sharp look there. And they have the Clear Fork logo on either side. And then they will go with the all-white uniforms, white jerseys, white pants, black letters and numbers, and a little bit of green trim as well. So the purple on gold versus the all-white from Clear Fork tonight here at Lex. And we're about two and a half minutes away from kickoff. As you can hear the music change in the background, the Minutemen about to walk down to the tunnel and run out. Nick, tonight, keys to the game. Well, I think the, the number one thing in my mind is you got to get Clear Fork's offense off the field early because if they're like teams from the past, they're, they're going to try to run you to death. They've, they've run the gimmicky triple options. They've thrown in some spread lately. So, I mean, I think you really just try to got, you have to try to get stops early on in the possessions because Clear Fork, they, they'll just nickel and dime you all the way down the field if you let them. And, I mean, that's just what you don't need. And then the offense – just gotta gotta get it going, you know. I scored 19 last week, 14 the week before. If they can just keep building and keep scoring more points, because they definitely have the athletes capable of doing so. So I just look the offense to try to score early on, because I know it's been like the first quarter has been kind of rough. Other than the the Mason Green touchdown in quarter one of week one, the first quarter last week they got shut out. So just the offense has got to get going a little bit earlier. Maybe get seven out on the ball early and see what can happen. But I think those two things are the really big things. Defense got to get stops early, and the offense has got to score quick. But other than that, I think the home field advantage tonight, good crowd out here, beautiful night for football, so you couldn't ask for better conditions. Let's just hope they're ready to play. And the Minutemen run onto the field right in front of us. We're up on top of the second tier of the press box here and on the home side. So the Minutemen literally right down in front of us as they take the field. And this game, Nick, over the last couple of years has been really interesting. Last year, the Minutemen went down to Clear Fork and just got demolished. But two years ago, had the Colts down by 25 here at home and lost the game. And then went down there three years ago and had a big lead and lost that game. So the uh, Minutemen have not beaten Clear Fork since 2016. It was a 21 to nothing win at Clear Fork. Uh, so they haven't won here against Clear Fork and even longer than that. And uh, definitely looking to end that streak tonight. In our time here at Lexington, this is one team the Minutemen have not beaten. This is one on the list. 
And uh, they've been so close so many times to beating the Colts over the years, but just haven't been able to do it. Hopefully tonight is the night for that. And we shall see as we are just about set for kickoff. And the Minutemen won the toss. They deferred to the second half. So the Minutemen will play defense first. And Will Perkins, the junior kicker for the Minutemen, will uh, get the tee set down here in just a second and get things ready to go. Back deep for the Colts is going to be Casey Swank, the senior. And then just a couple of yards up from him, they're going to have two guys back there. They'll have Nick Appleman. And then on the far side over there, they're going to have Luke Schlosser. So Will Perkins will get it up on the tee, and he'll take his steps now. And we are ready to go here in week number three. Lexington 0-2, looking for their first win. Clear Fork 1-1, coming off of a loss last week. And Perkins will run up and boot it. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com, we're underway in the village. And Will Perkins is going to kick this one out of bounds on the far sideline. So a penalty to start the night for the Minutemen. And Clear Fork will have good field position to start tonight. As they will send out Seno Alt. And now I stand corrected. We were we saw them warming up two guys in the pregame. They're actually going to send out Mason Sansom to run things. So Mason Sansom will run things for the Colts, the 5'10 junior quarterback. His first year at the helm as the Colts lost Victor Skoog from last year. And here we go. After the penalty, Clear Fork will start at their own 35. Two wide receivers off to the right. Low snap on the first play. They'll hand off up the middle. And gaining two yards is going to be, well, they said 30, Luke Schlosser. I was just making sure that wasn't a three. It was 30. So Schlosser with the first carry of the night for the Colts. And a gain of two. That'll set up second and eight. Clear Fork at their own 37. Sansom will come out this time under center with an offset eye. He'll send two wide receivers off to the right. Schlosser the back. They'll take the snap. They'll fake a give. Rolling right is Sansom. He's going to be chased down in a fumble by uh, caused by Boozer. And the Colts are going to jump back on it. But Cam Boozer was in there right away. He hit the football loose from Sansom. The Minutemen were in there but just couldn't get there first. But a big loss. And... That'll set up a third and 20. Well, what happened there, I mean, they had a guy in the flat, but I believe, yeah, it was, uh, let me see here, Jay Jackson, he ran a little pivot route, and he lost his footing, and Sansom had nowhere to go with the ball, and there's Cam Boozer flying in there, making wreaking havoc already. So a huge third down and 20 here to start the game for the Colts. Sansom in the shotgun this time. He's going to roll to the left. He's going to throw to the left. He's got him in, but it was dropped by Schlosser down at the 40, and the Minutemen are going to force a three and out to start this ball game. Man, what a play by Boozer to just set the tone early tonight. Yeah, he'll take that all night. I mean, like I said, just got to get clear for off the field, and that Lex defense came out ready to go right from the get-go. Absolutely, and now they'll send Seven Allen back to return this punt. Jay Jackson will do punting duties. Allen standing back at his own 35. J. 
Jackson will punt this thing left to right as we see it, or south to north, and it's a low snap, and he's going to get it out of there. And it's going to bounce in front of Allen. Allen's just going to let it go, and it's going to roll all the way down to the 20-yard line. What an end result on that punt. That's going to be a 53-yard punt by Jay Jackson after the bounce. And to be honest, the punt in the air, considering he was under pressure, wasn't all that bad, and then the bounce was even better. So the Minutemen will take over at their own 20, and they'll give them actually the 21 after it was all said and done. So a 52-yard punt by Jackson. So both teams early on here just trading big plays back and forth. Well, that's something that we've seen from Seven Allen in the past two weeks. I mean, if you would just catch the, just fair catch the ball. You don't got to worry about getting hit. Just catch it. First drive for the Minutemen here. Caudell going to be in the pistol. He's going to give it. Allen on a little jet sweep coming left. He's going to make a little move and get out to the 22, a gain of one. We haven't seen that yet this year. New little wrinkle there. Jet sweep for Seven Allen. So it'll set up a second and nine. Minutemen at their own 22. Joey Caudell will break the huddle and bring him out. He's going to send Allen and Fogle off to the right. He's got Markel Martin as the back in the pistol again. Second and nine from the 22. Caudell takes the snap. They will give Markel Martin trying to squeak through a hole, and he was brought down for no gain. It'll set up a third and nine. Yeah, these third and longs is just what you can't have early on. I mean, I know it's been a problem converting third downs for Lex this season so far. So, I mean, there's not a ton of plays in for third and nine in your playbook. So let's see what uh, Coach Saris here comes up with. So they'll bring out the offense, third and nine. Caudell going to line up in the pistol again. Two wide to the right. Markel Martin in the back again. From the 22, Caudell takes the snap. He's back. He's going to throw out in the flat. He's got seven Allen. He's going to try to make a move, and he's going to break a couple tackles, and he's going to get 10 yards, and he just got the first down on the far sideline. A great play there and a first down minute, man. First first down of the night for either team. And a huge play there for the minute, man, and you just kind of get the sense this year, Nick, Plays like that are really going to help the Minutemen offense, their confidence. And we'll see what they do here with a fresh set of downs on the first drive, first and 10. They're out to their own 33 now. Caudell, he's going to give on first down to Martin off the left side, and he had a little bit of room there, but the clear fork Colts linebacker core closed in on him quickly, a gain of two out to the 35, second and eight coming up. It's obvious what Lex wants to do early. I mean... That's two plays early on that they're trying to get seven out on the ball in space and kind of let him create. So they'll have it over here on the near hash. Second and eight from their own 35. The Minutemen will send two wide to the right. Caudell in the pistol again with Markel Martin. He takes the snap. He's going to throw on second down, and he stepped back. It looked like he was going to try to run, and as soon as he planted those feet, they came out from underneath him, and Joey Caudell's going to fall down and have to take the sack there all the way back at the 28, a loss of six. So just when the Minutemen get a little momentum going, Caudell must have hit the uh, one little bit of moisture down there on the field or at least a slippery spot and fell down. So that'll set up a third 
And we'll call it 16. Minutemen at their own 27-yard line. They'll send two wide receivers off to the left, two to the right. Now Seven Allen's going to motion left to right. So three wide receivers on the right side. And Caudell takes the snap. He's going to load up and launch down the field. He's got Seven Allen in. It's just over his head and almost picked off by Schlosser. And it was broken up incomplete. And the Minutemen now will have to send on their punt unit. So Markel Martin will come on to punt. So Martin will receive this snap back at about his 13. Clear Fork going to have Schlosser back there. And I think Jay Jackson, pretty good punt by Martin. He had a good week last week punting as well. And this one's going to bounce at the 40 and roll. And the Minutemen will down it at the 38-yard line. So that'll be about a 35-yard punt on his first punt of the night for Markel Martin. Let's see if the defense can come out here and get another big stop. Uh, offense kind of had some momentum there. And then you, you have the Joe Caldell just, he just slipped. So... Uh, tough break there for the offense, but I mean, from the looks of that first possession, the defense is coming out here ready to go. So let's see if they can come out here and get another big stop. So here we go. Second drive of the night for the Colts. Sansom under center. He's in the offset eye. One wide receiver split out each way, and he fumbles the snap, and he's got to jump on it. And of course, in high school, once you're down, you're down. There's no need to touch the defender or touch the uh, ball handler down. So Sansom. Yep. Loss of two on the fumbled snap there. So once he dove on it, he was down. So second and 12 coming up and a couple of little woes here early on for the Colts. Two fumbles already and just four plays. Well, there's been quite a few low snaps too, especially on the punt also. So, I mean, the center having some issues getting the ball back. One wide receiver splits each way for the Colts again. They'll go offset eye. Sansom going to hand off on second and 12. And off the right side, Schlosser is going to get out to the 42, a gain of four, and that'll set up a third and eight. Let's see what Clear Fork shown Lex a little bit of everything so far. They've come out in the power formations. They come out in some spread looks. So, I mean, they definitely have a lot of variety in their offensive playbook. So third and eight, Clear Fork at their own 42. They'll send three wide receivers off to the left. It's Jackson, Schlosser, and Swank in the shotgun. Sansom takes the snap. He's going to hand off on third down and long, and he's got it down the far sideline, near side. The running back going to take it down the near sideline. Nick Appleman is going to get into the end zone for a touchdown. 58 yards by Appleman. And Clear Fork strikes first, 6-0. to zero. He had all the room in the world, and I think Lexington was 100% bought into a pass play there. And Clear Fork on third and eight ended up just running it right up the middle. Now all they did was run a little zone off that right side, and there was no one home for Lex to make a play. Wow. Well, that was a little bit of a turn of events. Yeah, no kidding. Lex defense looking strong early tonight, and then all of a sudden, on third and eight, Clear Fork just runs it right up the middle. So, Adam Van Osdelen, or Van Osdel, will attempt the extra point, and he kicks it right down the middle, and that makes it seven to zero. And we've already played over half of the first quarter. 
5.50 to go in the first. It is 7-0 Clear Fork here at Lexington on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington, 5.50 to go first quarter. It is Clear Fork 7, Lexington nothing. Clear Fork striking on a 58-yard run right up the middle by Nick Appleman. The 5'9 junior, who interestingly enough is listed as the fullback. He's not even the tailback, and he's the one that has the biggest play of the game. So, Van Osdell, the referee, was saying, hey, you need to come get the football first because Van Osdell, he turned and was already taking his steps and hadn't even – Set the football up yet. And then he just set it up for the first time, and it fell off the tee. So Van Osdell had a little bit of a mental glitch there for a second. Interestingly enough, tonight we've got two left-footed kickers going head-to-head. Van Osdell runs up, just like we did week one as well. And Carter Newman's going to let this one go over his head and through the end zone. It'll be a touchback, and the Minutemen will bring the ball out and start at their own 20. See if the Minutemen can respond quickly here. Last week, they finally started hitting their stride, but it wasn't until they were down 19 to nothing in the second quarter. See if they can answer right back here. They'll bring out three wide receivers to the left this time and two to the right. They're going to go empty backfield here for Caudell on the first play of this drive. First and 10 from their own 20. Caudell takes the snap and a design QB keeper, but before he even took the snap, got flags everywhere. We'll see what it is here. Is that the first time they've uh, they've tried the open, the, the well, the empty look, isn't it? Oh. Of course. Well, they're going to say that it was an in, inadvertent whistle, although two referees threw flags there. I don't know how both of them accidentally threw their flags, but of course, Lex might have had a little running room there, and the play was blown dead. How did two referees accidentally both throw their flags? It was reactionary. They saw one, so I like, guess. Oh, I might as well throw mine, too. Like, if you're doing it, I'm doing it. <laughs> So first and 10, now they'll go four wide. They'll go in the pistol with Markel Martin as the back. Caudell takes first down and 10. He's going to throw out here on the left side. He's got Carter Newman, and Carter's going to try to break out of a tackle, and he's going to get five yards on the near sideline. Out to the 25. And, and that's a great connection. I mean, get that early on. It's little five-yard completions just to get Joe comfortable again, get him more confident throwing the football. So Caudell now two for three, 16 yards passing. Only the second offensive drive here for the Minutemen. Now they'll go empty backfield again, two wide left, three wide to the right. Caudell's going to run it, and he's going to take it right up the middle, and he's going to break a tackle, and then he's going to kind of spin the second tackler and get out to the 29, a gain of four 
and it'll set up a third and short. Yeah, third and short's where you want to be on this, with, with this offense. I mean, you have the whole playbook at your disposal. Well, and with a running back as big as Mark Hale Martin, and now they send in Dribble. The jumbo package. Yep, they're going to send in that uh, that power eye, if you will, with Cole Icorn. They've got all the big bodies in there, and they'll send Fogel by himself off to the right. This was what we saw last week at Shelby that worked pretty well. So they'll go in the power eye, Caudell up under center. He's just going to QB sneak for the first down, and he's going to get it easily. He'll pick up two out to the 31. First and 10, Minutemen. So again, like last week, they've been able to move the ball a little bit early on here. They just haven't been able to hit a big play yet or put together an extended drive. Interestingly enough here, too, with Caudell having to fall down and essentially take a loss of a, a negative rushing gain on the last drive. The Minutemen have rushed six times for negative one yards here early on. See if they can fix that here. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Caudell back in that pistol with Martin. He's going to fake a give to Martin. Caudell's going to keep it off the left side, and he's going to get it out to the 36-yard line. And had he broken the tackle of Schlosser there, he would have had much more. But Schlosser with a nice job to hang on. Gain of five, second and five coming up. Yeah, and I love these design runs because all this, all this is going to do is soften up that defense, and the play action is going to be there. So, I mean, Joe's such a big and physical kid. I mean, I know he likes running the football also. Well, this is something the Minutemen haven't done all year yet, and Clear Fork probably not ready for something like this quite yet. For uh, second and five, Caudell going to keep again off the right side. He's going to dance his way through the middle of the field and pick up another first down, a gain of five. Minutemen out to their own 41 now, nearing midfield. And again, this is something they did quite a bit last week. I mean, if you looked at the score last week, it didn't look good, but the Minutemen had the ball near midfield so many times last week and just stalled over and over again. So moving the ball this year, the Minutemen have been able to do it, just not consistently. They'll send two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left on first and 10. Caudell going to give to Martin this time. He's going to go right up the middle, and he's going to manage to fall forward for a gain of three. And the Minutemen, now they'll give him two, second and eight coming up at the 43-yard line. I mean, just keep chipping away. I mean, that's what you got to do, and especially in games like this, you just got to keep chipping and chipping, and something's gonna something's gonna open up. Well, and the Minutemen started this drive with minus seven rushing yards. They're already up to eleven total yards now, rushing the ball. So that's eighteen rushing yards already on this drive alone. And we'll see if they can keep it up. They're gonna send three wide to the right this time. One to the left, second and eight. Caudell from his own 43 takes the snap. He's going to throw a short route, and it's going to be Seven Allen catching across midfield, and he's going to get down to the clear fork. 43 and another first down, Minutemen. And that's going to be a gain of 14 for the Minutemen. Seven Allen with his second catch of the night, and they'll give him the 42, so a gain of 15. And Allen now. Seven Allen with two catches for 26 yards. So a big first down, Minutemen across midfield for the first time tonight. They'll send three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Caudell on first down is going to pass. He's going to throw it down the far sideline. He's got a man. It's Carter Newman, and he just overshot him into the sideline, and Carter had his man beat by five yards. 
Oh, man, he had all kinds of room down there, and Caudell just kind of led him into that sideline just a little too much, and the ball went into the sideline and incomplete. Yeah, Carter, I mean, he did a great job getting off the line. He stacked his corner up that was guarding him, but, yeah, just Joe just let him just a bit too much out of bounds, and there's nowhere for Joe to try to – well, for Carter to try to make a play on the football. Second and 10 now, Lex at the clear fork 43. They're going to send one wide receiver off to the right, two off to the left. Excuse me, three off to the left and a bunch down here, and Caudell's going to keep it anyway. He's going to take it off the right side. He had a little bit of room, and that closed down quickly as he ran it to the weak side of the field. Didn't have a, a lot of room to work on the sideline over there. He had a lot of room as far as not a lot of bodies around, but he just kind of ran out of room the closer he got to that sideline, and then it was too late to turn up field. So third and seven, a gain of three. Minutemen down to the clear fork, 39. And they'll send Carter Wilson, seven Allen and Fogle off to the left. Newman by himself to the right on third down. Caudell's going to take and roll left. He's going to throw left, and he's got a man. It's Carter Wilson down to the 20 and a first down minute man, a gain of 19, and the minute men are rolling on this drive. Yeah, all they did was run a little flood pattern there, and he he hit Wilson on the, on the it was a 10-yard out route, and Wilson able to make the grab and go upfield a little bit. I may be mistaken, Nick. I think that's Carter Wilson's first catch of the year. Certainly his longest catch, if he did have one week one, I can't remember. First and 10, Minutemen in the red zone at the clear fork 20. Caudell in the pistol, too wide to the right. He's going to take and fling it to the right. He's got seven Allen out in open space. He makes a move, makes another move, gets past a couple of guys and gets down near the 10. I thought he was going to bust that oh. one for a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, he broke that first tackle and had some sideline to go, and clear fork did a good job to cut him off, but... I mean, you're, you're seeing what, what Lex wants to do, obviously. They want to get the ball to their playmakers early on, and they're doing it so far. So, a gain of nine there. That'll put the Minutemen down at the clear fork 11. Second and one. They'll send Fogle by himself off to the right, and now Seven Allen's going to come by himself off to the left. As Caudell gets things organized here, got a couple of tight ends on that left side. Now Allen's going to go back to the right side. They're going to hand off Markel Martin up the middle. He's going to get the first down, and he's going to gain two, and it'll be a first and goal coming up for the Minutemen at the clear fork nine. I mean, this is a great drive, drive from Lex already. Next play up will be their 12th play of the drive. 121 to go, first quarter, clear fork in the lead, 7-0, but the Minutemen have it first and goal at the clear fork nine, trying to get on the board for the first time themselves tonight. See if they can do that here. Caudell now five for seven through the air, 59 yards. A lot of that on this drive. Caudell going to go in the pistol here. He's got Allen and Fogel off to the left. He's got Martin on his left hip. He gives Martin off the right side, and Markel Martin going to fall forward. Down to about the six. Gain of three, second and goal from the six coming up. And the Minutemen with 40 seconds left here in the first quarter, they're at least going to have to run one more play. As they're down off to our left in the south end zone. Second and goal from the six, Caudell. 
in the pistol. He's got two wide receivers off to the left. Now they're both going to motion to the right. So nobody out here to the left. Two wide receivers split off to the right. Second and goal from the six. Caudell takes. He's going to give Markel Martin off the left side. He falls forward across the five and down to the three-yard line. A gain of three. And they might even give him the two. A gain of four. And it'll set up a third and goal from the two. And that will be the end of the first quarter. So after one, it is seven to zero Clear Fork, but Lex has it third and goal at the two and looking to tie this thing back up. We'll see if they can do that in just a second when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearofthevillage.com. Fastest speaker in the Wild West, Carter Newman, brings us back from the break. 7-0, clear fork leads here at the start of the second quarter, but Lex has it third and goal at the two. And they have put together just a masterful drive here. It's 78 yards so far on this drive, and we'll see if they can make it 80 and get the touchdown. I mean, a 14-play drive. Lex hasn't had a drive like that all season. So, I mean, they're really – I mean, this, this drive, they've just really been getting good plays on first and second down, and then the third downs have been pretty short conversions. and. They've just been making plays. The, the the throw out to Carter Wilson, that was a I mean, gain of 19 right there alone. So it's good to see Joe just making the right throws on time on target. So it's been, it's been a great drive. Let's just hope they can come in here and finish. Third and goal from the two. Fogel by himself off to the right. They're going to go power eye. Caudell up under center. He's going to turn. He's going to give. Markel Martin is going to try to fall forward right near the goal line, and they're going to give him a touchdown. It took him a second to decide, and they're going to give it to him. A two-yard touchdown run. Markel Martin adds another to his career total. And more importantly right now, the Minutemen are an extra point away from tying this thing up. I mean, just a master class drive there altogether. Converted when they needed to, made plays. I mean, that's a great drive. And it was a long drive, too. That clear fork defense was on the field for a minute. So the extra point, snap is back. It was a pretty good snap, a good hold, and the kick by Will Perkins is up and good. So the Minutemen tie it up, 7-7. 11.55 to go, second quarter here on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. 
This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Minutemen tie it up after a great drive, and it was finished by a two-yard touchdown run by Markel Martin, and Nick has the drive recap. I mean, a 14-play drive, ate up almost six minutes of game time on the game clock, and, I mean, it was a combination of runs and passes. Joe Caldwell on that drive alone was five for six through the air. And Markel Martin was able to punch it in from two yards out in that little power formation uh, down at the goal line. But like, like I said to Corey, just just a great drive overall. Just very Joe looked very comfortable. He didn't really have any pressure. He was getting the ball out quickly and on time. So great to see that from your sophomore early on in this football game. Well, and they started that drive with negative seven rushing yards. They end the drive total in the game with 25 now. So uh, 32 yards there rushing on that drive. And that means the rest were all passing yards, 48 yards through the air just on that drive. And now for the game, Caudell, five for seven tonight, 59 yards. So Will Perkins has it up on the tee. He'll kick it left to right as we see it, seven to seven. A short kick, Schlosser's gonna take it at the six. He's gonna bring it down the near sideline to the 20, 25, he's got a hole. He might take this all the way to the 40, 45, 50, and Will Perkins for the second week in a row has to make a touchdown saving tackle. Will Perkins has two tackles this year, and one was last week, and now one this week to save a touchdown, but Clearfork gonna start this drive all the way down at the Lexington 40 yard line. And a 54-yard return there from Slosher. Ugh. And that, yeah, that left side just opened up, and thank goodness Will's quick. I mean, he's a soccer player, so he's able to cut him off and make a play. But yeah. I think Will's looking over at Coach Sarah saying, this is not what I signed up for. I signed up to kick, <laughs> not tackle every week. Uh. So Sansom under center will give first down. Schlosser off the right side. He's only going to get a yard. Minuteman doing a good job there to wrap that one up quickly and put an end to that play. Second and nine coming up. Clear fork at the Lex 39. You're right. Will's over here on the sideline like, man, I'm tired. I don't like having to tackle guys. That dude was three times my size. <laughs> He just stood there, though, and he, he did. Just, he let Schlosser run right into him, and he just hung <laughs> he on. He held on. Second and nine, Sansom going to go in that offset eye again up under center. Two wide receivers off to the right. He's going to turn and give. Schlosser is going to get hit again at the line of scrimmage, but somehow gets out of there. Nice stiff arm. He's down into the secondary near sideline, down to the 23. They'll give him the 22, and a big gain there for Schlosser as he was hit at the line of scrimmage and got through there somehow, and that's a gain of 17 by Schlosser. Yeah, he, he, poor Drayton Barry on the edge had to try to bring him down, and he threw him with a nasty stiff arm there, but Lex did a great job to rally over to the ball and take him down. Now they got to bend, but don't break here. Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Sansom in the shotgun this time. He's going to run it himself, and he's going to take it up the middle, and he's going to take a hard hit, but not before he got down to the 15 and a gain of seven. Just another another breakdown there. Had a couple a couple minutemen made contact early and just couldn't wrap up. Second and three now, and clear fork into the red zone yet again. Down to the Lex 15. Check on some scores for you here in just a second from around the area. As Sansom gonna break the huddle here. He'll send two wide receivers off to the right. It's Van Osdel. 
And he's got Swank out there. He's going to go up under center, though. Second and three, he'll take and give to the up man, and it's Appleman, and Appleman breaks another tackle, and he's going to get inside the 10, a first down. And just a reminder, Appleman was the one who got the Colts on the board on their last drive with a 58-yard run. This one a little bit shorter, but it'll get the job done for a first down. Inside the 10, down to the 7. I didn't see how many yards he got on that last play. First and goal. It's about seven. So it'll set up first and ten. They'll send only one man off to the right. They're going to go a little bit of a power offset eye here. Sansom under center gives. It's Schlosser dancing through the Minutemen linebackers, and he's going to take this into the end zone. A touchdown off the left side for Schlosser, and it was a seven-yard touchdown run. And after trying to pass a couple of times, it didn't work out for the Colts very well. They have just stuck to the run, and it is working now as they've scored on two consecutive drives with their feet on the ground. 9.42 to go in the second quarter. Clear Fork back on top, 13-7. And Van Osdell will come on to attempt the extra point. Sansom will hold. It's a good hold. And the lefty Van Osdell kicks it up and through. 14-7, when we come back, we'll get you a couple scores from around the area here on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand, you must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. 14-7 back here at Lexington. Clear Fork regains the lead. Elsewhere around the OCC, Ontario defending their home turf right now. They're up 10 to nothing over Madison. Worcester and New Philly tied at 7 in the second quarter. Ashland down at Buckeye Valley tonight. Uh, has the lead in that one. The arrow's up 10 to 7. It is Delaware Hayes and Mount Vernon tied at 0. Maslin with a 21 to 7 lead over Mansfield Senior. And Licking Valley with a slim lead over West Holmes right now, 7 to 6. Also back deep number 10, 7 Ellis. So Van Osdell will get set to kick this thing right to left. We'll see if the Minutemen can get some sort of return. Last week, Shelby did not let the Minutemen return anything. So far tonight, Clear Fork's one kick was a touchback. So see if the Minutemen can get their hands on this thing. Van Osdell runs up. He'll kick it right to left. He kicks it deep. Carter Newman's going to catch it at the five. He's going to take it down the, down the far sideline, 20, 25. Runs over his own man on the far sideline, and that's where the Minutemen will start this drive right at the 25 as Carter Newman ran over his own man and ran out of bounds. Man, he just pulverized whoever that – I might have been Seven Allen over there lead blocking, and yep. Carter just nailed him. So a first and ten Minutemen, they'll start on the far hash. At the 25-yard line, and they'll go left to right on this drive. Or if you like to use the 
directional terminology. They're going to go south to north. They'll, they'll head towards downtown Lexington on this drive, and hopefully they can score a touchdown down there. We'll see if they can. And the pistol this time. Caudell on first and ten. He takes. He's going to step back and pass down the middle of the field. He's got seven Allen, and he dropped it down at the 40. Oh, he had it, and he dropped it. I mean, that was just a great ball from Joe. He dropped it right in the pocket. And, yeah, seven had it in both his hands. It just kind of fell to the, fell through him. He had it. Ugh. There was two defensive backs in coverage there from Clear Fork. He had him beat by about two steps, and I think one of them just kind of threw his hands up at the end, and that's all it took. And, man, just that much right there. Or seven Allen would be gone. Mm -hmm. I like the deep shot there, though. Coming off of a clear fork score. Second and ten, they'll give to Markel Martin, and this time he is just going to get bottled up way behind the line. He's going to lose. They're going to say a loss of four. Third and 14 coming up here for the Minutemen. So this drive not starting nearly as well as the last one. 14 to seven, clear fork on top. 9.06 to go. Clock is rolling here in the second quarter. Minutemen need a big play here because it is third and 14 at their own 21. They'll send three wide receivers off to the right. Fogel by himself to the left. He hasn't had a touch yet tonight. Caudell in the pistol. He's going to take and roll right. Caudell's going to look right, throw right, and he had a man. Carter Wilson had to try to make a diving grab there, and he just lost it between his hands there on the near sideline. Man, it's hard to get Braden Fogle involved because, I mean, Clearfork, they're literally, they got one guy up pressed on him, and they have another defender about 10 yards off the ball just over the top of him. So they're not even take, taking any chances of getting beat with Fogle down the field. So got to find other ways to get him involved down because you're going to need him down the stretch. So Markel Martin will punt this thing away. And he's going to stand back at his own six. Swank and Schlosser standing at their own 44. Pretty good snap. And Martin gets away a decent punt, but it's going to go into the far sideline. I'll mark this thing out, I think, probably at about the 45. We'll see here. Now they're going to give him the 48-yard line, so that punt was a punt of 27 yards. And Clearfork going to start this drive on the left side of the field. It's going to be a huge drive right here as we kind of head towards halftime. Clearfork only up seven, but if they can extend this to two scores... Certainly not the position the Minutemen are going to want to be in. And the shotgun this time to start the drive. Sansom going to give, and he's going to give to Appleman, I believe. He'll take it up the middle for a gain of three. And the Minutemen just, they've got to find a way to get a stop on this drive. Yeah, and especially if they, get, they have to get a stop here and then come down and try to score because then you have the opportunity to kind of double clear fork up with, with Lex receiving the kickoff coming out of halftime as well. Second and seven. Sansom going to go in that shotgun again. We haven't seen it a ton tonight, but he's just going to keep it out of the shotgun, and he's going to run up the middle and break a tackle, and then he's going to turn and switch directions and take it down the far sideline for a touchdown. And a 45-yard run there on a broken play right up the middle. 
And Mason Sansom will put his name in the scorebook and make it 20 to seven, clear fork. And now Lex is gonna have to answer here or they're in trouble. Definitely got plenty of time to do so. I mean, still almost eight minutes left to go in this half. Plenty of time to make something happen. On to attempt the extra point, Adam Van Osdel. He's two for two on the night. And Sansom takes a good snap and gets it down. Van Osdel kicks it through. So, with 7.51 to go in the second quarter, Lex has a little bit of work to do. They now trail it 21-7 here at home against Clear Fork. We'll see if they can answer back when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearofthevillage.com. Well, we need Carter to catch this thing and run it back here. That'd be nice. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Clear Fork. Going to kick it off to the Minutemen with a 21-7 lead. Maslin now in the second quarter has opened up their lead over Mansfield Senior. It is 28-7. Ontario now up 17-0 over Madison. Buckeye Valley has come back to take the lead over Ashland right now in the second quarter. It's 13-10. Worcester with a 13-7 lead over New Philly. Licking Valley still leads over West Holmes. And no score from Delaware Hayes as the Mount Vernon Yellow Jackets went down there tonight. So far, nobody's doing a whole lot of anything. So, Van Osdel, that seemed like Quite a long time out there between the extra point and the kickoff. I'm not sure what took so long. Van Osdel's got it up on the tee. Carter Newman and Seven Allen back deep. Van Osdel will run up and boot it right to Carter Newman from his own six. He's going to take it up the middle of the field. He's going to angle now near side. He's got room 30, 35, 40. He's going to beat the kicker 50, and he's going to step out of bounds down here at the 45 right in front of us. He put a stiff arm on Sansom there. Man. Hmm. And then as soon as Carter kind of planted his foot to make a move, he stepped on the sideline, but a good return. Well, not only did he, he just barely stepped out of bounds, but he would have had a touchdown too. I mean, I mean, it was just had to have been a couple inches of, right when he planted. Ugh. So they'll mark him at the 46, so a 48-yard kick return by Carter Newman. And the Minutemen have it literally right in front of us on the near hash, first and 10 at the Clear Fork 46. They're going to start this drive in the pistol. Two wide receivers off to the right. Markel Martin is the back, but they're going to throw on first down. Caudell winds up, and he flings it down the near sideline just over the head of Carter Newman. He had him, too, and he just overshot him by a couple of yards. I mean, it's apparent. They're definitely trying to take the home run shots right, right out, right out, right early in the drives, I mean, so... 
they're, they've been there too. Just one of these is going to connect, and it's going to be a big play. Just got to get there. Second and 10. Lex at the clear fork 46. They'll send Carter squared off to the left, Wilson and Newman. Allen and Fogel off to the right, second and 10. Caudell's going to keep. He's going to try to get outside. He does. He's going to cut it back, and he's going to get down to the 37-yard line and a gain of nine. So that sets up a third and one for the Minutemen at the clear fork, 37. Now they'll give him the 38, so a gain of eight. And Fogel. Uh, he threw a big block there to help uh, Joe pick up a couple extra yards there, but good to see him staying involved even though he's not getting the ball. He's trying to contribute in other ways. Third and two. Three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right, and the pistol again. They're going to – Caudell's going to keep it. He's going to go up the middle. He's got room. 20, 15, and he's going to be cut down inside the 15-yard line, and he's a little slow to get up, but a big gain for the Minutemen. And they're going to give him the 11-yard line, a gain of 27. Caudell is up, and he's limping, but he's a gamer. I think he's going to stay in there. Yeah, he, I mean, he definitely got chopped down in the, in the secondary there, and that's always a tough hit because he was trying to make a move and then just got his legs taken out from underneath him. So, Minutemen in the red zone for the second time tonight. They were successful the first time. They've got three wide receivers split off to the left. Fogel by himself to the right. They're going to give to Martin, though, and he's going to dance around, and he might pick up a couple of yards. I thought he was going to shoot through the line there, but he just never did. Gain of two. Second and eight coming up. The Minutemen can get a first down at the one-yard line, but they're basically going to have to take this thing in for a touchdown. They've got it at the clear fork nine-yard line. Six minutes to go in the second quarter. Clear Fork with a 21 to nothing lead. And I think what's happening yeah. here is Coach Saris is letting the play clock run down to give Caudell plenty of time and then taking a timeout to give him even more time and see if Caudell can kind of catch his composure. He's still feeling it from that hit a minute ago. I think he's going to be okay, but he's just still wincing quite a bit. Uh, I mean, whenever you get hit and you go parallel with the ground, it's, it's never a good thing, so... But like you said, the kid's a gamer. Just got to give him a minute to shake it off and take a breather. But I think he'll be ready to go. I mean, you're, you're in a great spot, too, because like you said, you can still pick up a first down. Obviously, at that rate, you just want to punch it into the end zone. But just the, the possibility of getting some extra time off the clock is there. Um, but obviously, just try to score as soon as you can is, is what I would be thinking. And let the defense kind of come out here and do their thing to end the half. So out of the timeout, that was the first timeout taken for either team. It is second and eight from the nine. Caudell in the pistol. He's going to take. He's going to lob it. Corner of the end zone. Fogel's down there, and he got it. Double coverage. He got his foot down. Touchdown, Minutemen. Oh, goodness. Minutemen answer back. I mean, what a grab there from Fogel. We've been waiting to see it all year. 
And he finally, even with the double coverage, great ball there from Caudill, able to throw it right over the top. And Vogel uses them basketball skills, goes up and snags it. What a grab there from the sophomore. So the Minutemen now going to attempt the extra point. Will Perkins. Well, before that, we're going to have something. Well, this is false start on the Minutemen, so that'll make this a little more difficult to punch through. Man, what a way to answer for the Minutemen. So now they'll back him up five yards. Will Perkins is still not going to have any issue punching that one through. And it's 21 to 14. Clear Fork still on top of the Minutemen. Come right back and answer. And hopefully now can carry some of this offensive momentum onto the defensive side of the ball. 547 to go, second quarter. Clear Fork 21, Lex 14 on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to the Minutemen Football on fearofthevillage.com. Really solid drive there for the Minutemen. Of course, it was a short field. After the 48-yard kickoff return by Carter Newman, the Minutemen were able to march 46 yards. And after that drive, Joey Caudell now 6 for 11 through the air, 68 yards, and add a touchdown to his tally. Minutemen, 18 carries, 58 yards. And a good job coming back there for the Minutemen to get right back in this thing. Perkins is going to squib this one. And the Colts are going to have to fall on it. And that's going to be Will Hamilton falling on it down here at the 30. So nice job there for the Minutemen. Relatively good defensive field position here for the Minutemen to start this drive. Clear Fork going to start at their own 30. And now the big thing is going to be whether or not Lexington just buys all the way into stopping the run. Or if they keep uh, playing clear fork honest here. Colt's going to start this drive with three wide to the right. Sansom in the shotgun. It's a QB keeper up the middle. And he's going to fall out to the 33. Gain of three. I mean, I almost think if you're Lex, you have to sell out on the run. I mean, Clearfork has only take, attempted one pass so far in this game, which, I mean, is kind of shocking. Well, I guess they've tried to throw a couple times, but they've been turned into sacks or they've lost their footing, something like that. But, I mean, if you're Lex, you kind of want to sell out to the run and just kind of hope your defense can make a play up front if there happens to be a pass. Second and seven. Clear Fork at their own 33. They're going to go in that offset eye. Two wide receivers split off to the right. Sansom under center takes. He's going to give to Schlosser. Schlosser's going to be bottled up and hit hard by Cooper Dreibelbiss. And also in there for the Minutemen was Matt Sheets. And 
Only a gain. Well, they're going to give him two, but that sets up a third and five, and Coach Saris wants a timeout. Well, maybe they're not going to give him one. Yep. Okay, so maybe that was just a hand signal to the defense. Sets up a third and five. Clear fork at their own 35-yard line. Stop here would be massive. I mean, then you get the ball back, plenty of time, two timeouts in this first half still. 4.30 to go, second quarter, clear fork up seven, third and five. Sansom in the shotgun, he takes, he's going to roll to the right. He's going to throw to the right, and it's incomplete, I think. They're going to say it did hit the ground. As it hit the ground and popped up, Schlosser caught it off the bounce, but I couldn't tell if it hit his foot, which would have been a complete pass, but it did hit the ground. Fourth and five, and clear fork's going to have to punt for the first time since early in the first quarter. That's a great stand from the Lex defense. Get the ball back and the clock stopped because of the incomplete pass. So you don't have to use one of the timeouts here and you got plenty of time to get the ball back yep. and make something happen. Lex still with two timeouts, 4.17 to go. And Jackson gonna get this punt away and it's gonna be a miscommunication. Carter Newman and Seven Allen just looked at each other. The ball went right between them and rolled down to the 18-yard line. Man. So in theory, what should have been pretty good field position for the Minutemen now is going to turn into a drive starting inside their own 20. How far of a punt was that net yardage? I mean, they kicked it from the 25. So that's going to be a 57-yarder again. Another 50-plus <laughs> yard punt by Jackson. And, I mean, honestly, while he punted, they were at the 30. Oh, were they at the 35? Five. Oh, okay. But still, 47. Wow. <laughs> Jackson just killing it tonight. First and 10-minute men on the first play of the drive. Caudell's going to fake the give and keep, and he's going to get maybe a yard out to the 18. And I'll give him the 19, so that would be one yard. Second and nine coming up. Don't get conservative here either. I mean, you got plenty of time to, to make it happen, so you might as well just keep running the flow of the offense like it has been, run the football, and maybe set up a play action here to go over the top deep. Second and nine. Carter Newman, Carter Wilson, seven Allen, all going to split off to the left this time. Fogel off to the right. And the pistol, Markel Martin is the back. Second and nine from the 19. Caudell takes the snap. He's winding up. He's going to throw middle of the field. He's got seven Allen at the 40, and he's going to be taken into the near sideline, and it's going to be a gain of 21 and a first down minute, men with 3.15 to go second quarter. And great job there from the O-line to give Joe plenty of time plenty to go all time. the way through his progressions and saw seven Allen coming across the middle of the field, put it right on him. Plenty of time for Caudell, who is now nearing 100 yards through the air. He's at 89 right now, passing the ball. First and 10 minute minute, their own 40. Three wide receivers off to the left again. Fogel off to the right in the pistol. Caudell going to take and roll left. He's going to throw left, and it's just through the hands of Carter Wilson. It was just behind him, and when he reached back to try to snag it, it went through his hands incomplete. Yeah, they've definitely been trying to get the roll, get Joe out of the pocket quite a bit tonight, especially on – like the, the passing downs, they're trying to get him out in space. So if he needs to tuck it and run, he's got the ability that he can just take off on his own. Second and 10, clock stops there with the incomplete pass. 2.52 to go, second quarter. 
Second and 10, two wide receivers each way. Caudell takes the pistol snap. He's going to load up and fling it down the far sideline. He's got Carter Newman down there. And he couldn't haul it in, looking for a possible pass interference, but he's not going to get the call, and it's going to set up a third and 10. Minute men at their own 40. Just the ball just a little bit underthrown there. Carter's doing a great job of getting separation, but I feel like Joe's just not seen him quite early enough to try to just let him run underneath it. He's, Carter has to try to come back and make a play on the ball, but he's not able to make it happen. Third and 10 at their own 40. Wilson and Newman off to the left. Allen and Fogle off to the right in the pistol. Caudell with Markel Martin takes the snap. He's back on third and 10, and right over the middle. He had Seven Allen. Seven Allen, though, I think was just running a simple post down the middle of the field and didn't turn around in time. little miscommunication there on maybe what the play was called. And that'll set up a fourth down. Minutemen going to have to punt, and that's a shame because after that big play there on uh, second and nine earlier in the drive to get out to the 40, the Minutemen stall and throw three straight incomplete passes. So Markel Martin will try to punt this thing away. He's going to take this snap at his own 26. He's going to get a high wobbly punt out of there. A good punt, though, and it's going to be down, fair caught by Schlosser at the 31. So a pretty good punt there by Markel Martin. And that's going to be a 29-yard punt. Down to the Colts 31. That's where they'll take over with a 21-14 lead. And they've got all three of their timeouts left. 2.35 to go in the second quarter. So, man, this looked like Lex may have a chance to tie it before halftime. Now it's looking like they just need to try not to uh, let Clear Fork extend this lead. Two wide receivers right, one to the left. Sansom going to keep on first down. A QB keeper up the middle. He's going to get five out to the 35. Excuse me, four. Second and six coming up here as the Colts. Okay, kind of taking their time here. They've got three timeouts. Of course, the clock stops on every first down in high school football, which now is the only level of football that the clock stops on a first down as college changed their rules. Clock does not stop in college on a first down anymore. So Clear Fork here with plenty of time. Two minutes to go. Clock is rolling. Second and six in the shotgun. Sansom takes, fakes a give. He's going to throw to Van Osdell out in the far flat, and he's going to be drugged down. A nice tackle there by Markel Martin. Only a gain of two. And a third and four coming up. Another bend-don't-break moment here for this Lex defense. He'd love to get off the field in this, just get to halftime, only being down seven. 1.30 to go in the first half, and Lex going to take a timeout here. Their second of the half. I'm not sure if they're just trying to make sure they don't give up a first down or if they're trying to save the clock here. Make sure they're set right. Definitely don't want to give up a big play here to end the half. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're probably telling your secondary, just don't get anyone, don't let anyone get behind you and then just come up and help run support. Just make sure you break down and tackle. Because that's been kind of the Achilles heel so far. It's just been some missed tackles, and Clearfork does a great job. Of just They just keep their legs churning. But uh, the Minutemen really have to do kind of a better job in space and just rushing to the football and making plays. Some of the sponsors are... 
Right now, still in the second quarter up at Maslin. It is Maslin 28, Mansfield Senior 7. Ontario has opened up quite a big lead on Madison. That's going to turn into a running clock, 24 to nothing Warriors over at Copeland Field. Third and four out of the timeout in the shotgun. Sansom takes the snap. He's going to give off the left side. Schlosser's got room, but we've got to hold. This one's coming back. Schlosser's going to bust this thing. He's to the 30. He's to the 20. Boozer's going to catch him, but we've got a flag all the way back here at the 36-yard line. This one's coming back. Thank goodness. Yeah. I mean, heck of an effort from Boozer to come all the way from the opposite side of the field and and bring Schlosser down. But, yeah, there's a hole on that left side, which opened that hole up. So, lucky break there from the Minutemen. But now they get another chance on third down to make a play. That was the most impressive part about that play. <laughs> Boozer runs like a 4-2-40, apparently. He'll catch him. <laughs> and Cam Boozer just came flying out of the pack. That was unbelievable. So, we'll redo the third down. Third and long now. Third and like 45 <laughs> yards, not really. It's third and about 15, third and 14. Clock will roll here, 117 to go in the first quarter, in the uh, first half, excuse me. We're in the second quarter. Buckeye Valley just took the lead back right at the end of the first half over Ashland, 20 to 17. Third and 14, Sansom in the shotgun. He's going to give a little end around, and they're going to drag Schlosser down a loss of one. It was David Biggers in there for the Minutemen. Yeah, Coach Sarris over here taking his last time out, setting up for the offense. Well, you got about yeah, a minute to go, pretty 54 seconds to be exact, to try to make something happen. But if all else fails, just catch the punt here. I mean, this <laughs> Whoever is on the side that the punt's going to, just please, fair catch it. And I can honestly say I'm not sure the Minutemen have caught one punt yet this year. Maybe <laughs> maybe early week one, but. Does not seem like it. Man, this would be the time to break one, though. Well, and, and that's kind of what I noticed also is that Clear Fork, they're not really coming down to cover the kick very well. I mean, they're just kind of expecting it to roll and then they'll get it there. But, I mean, if Seven or Carter can catch the ball and try to make something happen, who knows what could happen. Well, we will see. Jay Jackson's going to come in to punt this thing away. Clear Fork with a 21-14 lead, 54 seconds to go in the second quarter, but Clear Fork's about to punt the ball away. Lex now out of timeouts for the half. So if they do try to drive and get any points here, it's going to have to be with no timeouts. So here we go. Jackson is going to stand back at his own 12 to ret uh, receive this punt snap, and it's a low snap, and the Minutemen almost got in there. They get the punt away. Seven Allen's going to take it. They'll reverse it. Carter Newman didn't catch the reverse, and Clear Fork's going to jump on it. Seven Allen tried to pitch it back to Carter Newman, and Carter didn't catch it. I'm not sure. So now Clear Fork all of a sudden has it at the Lex 43 with 46 seconds still remaining, and Clear Fork still has all three of their timeouts. Wow, what a change of <laughs> That's just worst momentum. case scenario there, too. I mean, gosh, you go up and actually catch it, and then that happens. Ugh. 
in the shotgun. They'll send a man in motion. Schlosser, they're going to fake hand it off to him. Now they're going to throw it deep in over the head of Swank down the field. They're going to throw a flag, and they're going to call a hold on Drayton Berry. I don't know about that one. Now they're going to call a pass interference. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about that one. Oh. That's, that's a killer. That's brutal. I mean, it really is. Because now well, it's just such a 50-50 yeah. call. I mean, was there contact? Yeah, I'm not sure it was interference. The ball was overthrown. There was no chance Swank was catching that. Absolutely zero. Hmm. So that's a 15-yard penalty. And the old mark off the steps, even when there's yard lines. I That always just – I mentioned it last week, too. It never ceases to amaze me. It's a 15-yard penalty. Just do it by the yard lines on the field. Why do you have to do it like we're in the backyard? First and 10, and here go the Colts right up the middle. Down inside the 10 and a fumble. And the Minutemen might have jumped on it. And they did! First carry of the night for Dawson Staley, and he got inside the 10. He took a pop. And Drayton Berry, after the pass interference, jumped on the ball. And he's going to get the fumble recovery, the first turnover of the night for the Minutemen. Oh. And now they're going to have to probably here just run this thing into halftime. Don't need any mistakes, especially since they recovered that thing on their own five. But the Minutemen will receive the kickoff to start the second half, and that might have been the momentum shifter that they needed to go into halftime. I think I think you just take a knee here. Yeah, with no timeouts, <laughs> I, they're not going to go 95 <laughs> yards unless it's just some fluke. So they're going to go in the power eye, Caudell under center. And he's just going to QB sneak it and get this clock rolling. Although Clear Fork's got all three timeouts, they can try to force yeah. a punt here. It looks like they, that's what they're going to try to do. Interesting. Well, and like you said, I mean, that's Dawson Staley's first run of the night. He breaks it all the way down, and he got drilled by three Minutemen defenders. Yeah. And then he's fumbling for the ball, and somehow little Drayton Berry comes up with it. Love that. Well, and you love to see that, too. Literally the yeah. play after he gives up a pass interference. He's in there sticking his nose in there, getting the football, and he ran out of there like he that was the most proud moment he's had on the football field. And Barry's made some plays over yep. the course of his career. I mean, he is a senior. He's played quite a bit the last couple of years. But that was a big play by Drayton Barry because that really stopped the momentum from going all clear fork into halftime. I mean, they could have a 14-point oh, right. lead going into half. Exactly. Now Leck's going to salvage that seven-point deficit. And hopefully there's still a little bit of uh, time to go before halftime because Clear Fork's going to use up all their timeouts. Now, Leck's going to go into the pistol. Markel Martin's going to get a carry. He's going to bust it outside across the 15 and out near a first down. And it'll be a gain of eight. It'll set up a third and one, but it was a big enough gain to stop Clear Fork from using those timeouts. So it looks like Lex is going to get into halftime unscathed here, and now oh, Clear Fork will call a timeout. But interesting. With only 15 seconds left. I mean, I still think if you're Lexington in here, you just you take a knee or just pick up the first down and then be good. Bring it up to the press box and you've won yourself a large one-topping pizza. 
the Lexington Beast at Chicago Pizza. And a big thank you to Rick and Crystal. Senior High has just gotten back on the board again with another, with a field goal. She'll make it 28 to 10, Maslin on top. And you point yourself at Ohio Health Tumblr. Thank you to Ohio Health for making this offer available tonight. So, third and one. So, they're going to add three seconds on to the game clock here. 18 seconds to go in the first half. Lex has it third and one at their own 15. And Dreibelbus will go in motion. Caudell's going to be in the pistol on third and one. They will give to Markel Martin. He's going to dance around, and he's going to get out to about the 23-yard line, and basically that just ensures that the Minutemen are able to get into halftime without having to give the ball back to clear for. And the Minutemen going to let this clock roll down, and we're going to go into halftime. Minutemen get the ball to start the second half. That doesn't always mean everything, but at least they'll have a chance to tie this game up coming out of the halftime break. Right now, at halftime here at Lex, it is Clear Fork 21, Lexington 14. Minutemen again get the ball to start the second half. We'll see what they can draw up and hopefully come out and get right on the board and tie this thing back up. It hasn't been tied since 7-7 in the first quarter. And hopefully they can do that quickly to start the second half. When we come back, we'll have full stats from the first half. We'll have scores from around North Central Ohio. A lot of good ones tonight. And uh, we'll get you set for second half action. Again, it's Clear Fork 21, Lex 14 here on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419 419- 571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. 
If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Halftime here at Lexington, where right now the Colts lead the Minutemen 21-14. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you back here on the BP Electric Halftime Show. Shout out to Jen Poth if she's still listening. I know she's a very busy woman, so she might have gotten sidetracked by now, but... Uh, glad to have you all along with us tonight listening to your Minutemen, and hopefully we can bring home an exciting second-half comeback victory for you tonight. Uh, halftime means it's time for stats from the first half, and Nick's got all of them. Nick? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a pretty productive first half, all things considered. Uh, Joe Caldo looking a lot more comfortable in this first half. He ended the half 7 of 15 for 89 yards. That's a 5.5, well, almost 6-yard average, and, he was able to connect uh, with Braden Fogle in that second quarter for, uh, is that his first touchdown of the year? I think it is. So uh, right over the double coverage. So he had the one catch for the touchdown. Uh, on the ground, the minimum 22 carries for 74 yards. Uh, that's about a only a three-and-a-half-yard average. But they've been consistent, and I, they have more rushing yards than, the, than what is listed just because of the net yardage with a couple sacks and whatnot in the backfield. Uh, let's see what else here. Uh, Will Perkins was two for two on the PATs, as always, pretty consistent. Uh, Clear Fork, on the other hand, uh, one for three through the air, so they've only thrown it three times, and it was a little screen pass of Adam Vinalsdol, and he only picked up two yards. But it's really been the rushing attack for the Colts in the first half. 17 carries for 168 total yards, almost 10 yards a pop on the ground. So, I mean, they're really just doing a great job. They're so gimmicky. The quarterback's been running. They've had probably about three different running backs in the backfield running the ball. So it's just been pretty hectic in the backfield. But Lex only down a touchdown at the end of the first half is pretty promising. Uh, some individual stats here. Uh, Markel Martin, 11 carries for 27 yards. Joe Caudle with 10 carries for 46 yards. And then Seven Allen did, did run a little jet sweep in that first half, but was only able to pick up one yard. 
uh, through the air, like I said, called Joe Cottle, 7 to 15. Uh, on the receiving end, it's been a lot of seven Allen. He's got four receptions for 56 yards on seven targets. Uh, Carter Newman with one catch on four targets for five yards. Carter Wilson had a nice grab in the first half, uh, one catch for 19 yards, and then Braden Fogle obviously with the one catch for the one touchdown, only nine yards, but still able to bring it home over the double coverage. Uh, for Clear Fork, let's see who's been uh, running the football the most here so far. It's been Schlosser. He's got seven carries for 32 yards, 4.6-yard average. Uh, the quarterback, Sansom, six carries for 45 yards. And then Appleman, he's got 68 yards on the ground, but he also had the big, long touchdown in that first quarter. So, I mean, other than that, it's only been those three guys that have really been doing the damage. And Dawson Staley, obviously, he had the big, long run, but he ended up fumbling, and Drayton Berry was able to – recover that fumble so Lex has gotten two takeaways in the first half so it's always good to see them uh, getting the ball back and making the defense do some do some good things but 21 to 14 in the first half I'd, I'd say it's been pretty balanced all the way around no team has really been dominating the other uh, Lex is doing a great job I feel like they had they did have the one long touchdown drive it was like 14 plays almost eight up six minutes a clock so uh, they can come out after halftime and kind of duplicate that same drive, I think they're, they're really going to be set up here uh, for the long run because Fogel's only been targeted one time. So I, I really think there's going to be an emphasis to try to get him the ball. I think they got it. They have to try to maybe get away from him being on an island by himself, get him involved in a couple of those bunches. So then the defense will get all tied up with each other and try not to run into each other while he's trying to out here making plays. So I really look to see for that, maybe get Fogel away from this, the one-on-ones and kind of let him do his thing in the bunch. But, I mean, other than that, Joe's doing a great job of, I feel like he hasn't really forced a whole lot. There's been a couple communication errors that we've seen. But other than that, he's done a great job of managing the football. It hasn't turned it over. Uh, he's made some great reads running the football as well. They've had him on a lot of option looks. So it's good to see him just kind of tuck it and run. Uh, but... I really think he's done a great job in the first half for only being a sophomore, especially. I mean, that's what, one thing you really have to remember with this team. It is a bunch of young, talented football players out here. So they are only going to keep getting better every week. So to have 14 points in the first half is a pretty promising look. At halftime, it is 21 to 21-14, clear fork on top. When we come back, we will get you all the scores from around North Central Ohio, and we'll get you set for second half action again here at Lexington. Clear Fork 21, Lex 14 on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. 
When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. H.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. The Band of Gold has taken the field here at halftime to their performance. And at halftime, it is Clear Fork 21, Lexington 14. Corey Durbin back with you here on the BP Electric halftime show. Let's get you some scores from around the area. We'll start first in the OCC. The only conference matchup tonight is Worcester and New Philly. And the Quakers right now leading the Generals 15-13 at halftime. Everything else in the conference is a non-conference game tonight. We'll start over at Ontario. The Warriors lead Madison 31-0 at halftime. Mount Vernon down in Delaware tonight getting shut out by Hayes 28-0. It is Buckeye Valley over Ashland at halftime, 20-17. West Holmes coming back to take the lead right before half against Licking Valley. It's 20-19 Knights. And up at Maslin, still in the second quarter, the Maslin Tigers lead Mansfield Senior 35-10. And the Moak non-conference games tonight. Highland over Crestview right now, 24-0. It's Galleon 34, Upper Sandusky 6 Bellevue with a halftime lead over Shelby, 21-14. It is 
Marion Pleasant, 27. Whitehall Yearling, 6. Newark, 14. Marion Harding, 12. And right now, Tiffin Columbian leads River Valley, 35 to 27. Down in the Northern 10, Margareta leads Mohawk, 6 to nothing. It's Western Reserve, 28. Winford, 12. Carey shutting out Lima Central Catholic, 14 to nothing. It is Colonel Crawford, 28. East Knox, 7. Monroeville shutting out Seneca East, 20 to nothing. Ada slowing down Buckeye Central tonight. They're the first team to do that this year. It's 21 to 13 at halftime. Buckeye Central trailing. And Cardington Lincoln leading Bucyrus, 21 to 20 at half. Over in the Firelands Conference, all non-conference. Uh, Mapleton leading Northmore, 24 to 12 at halftime. It is Tiffin Calvert, 21, St. Paul, third, uh, 13. It is South Central, 67, St. Joseph Central Catholic, nothing in the second quarter. You heard that right, 67, nothing in the second quarter. Plymouth and Wellington deadlocked at zero. The KMAC scoreboard, Danville, 41, Fairfield Christian, nothing. Hillsdale, 14, Loudonville, three. It is... Fredericktown over Utica right now, 22-7. No score coming in from Centerburg, Worthington Christian just yet, and no score from Mount Gilead Grove City Christian. couple other scores, Lucas over Smithville, 28-7. It is Waynedale, 7, Triway, 3. Norwalk over Toledo Rogers, 14-6 right now. Vermillion leads Willard, 28-14. Lima Perry over Crestline right now, 20-0. And Marion Elgin, over North Baltimore, 44 to zero. No score coming in from Ridgedale versus Ridgemont. I think that's pretty much every score from North Central Ohio for you. We'll keep you updated as the night goes on. Right now here at Lex, it is Clear Fork 21, Lexington 14. When we come back, we'll have all the second half action for you. Hopefully a Minuteman comeback victory is in our future tonight. And we will uh, bring you all the action as we see it. Coming up here in the second half in just a few minutes on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Odd Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Odd Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tees is your answer 
for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Just about set for second half action back here at Lexington. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. As we're just about uh, three minutes away from the second half, Lexington will receive the second half kickoff to get things started. And, man, it would be nice to get a nice comeback win tonight, especially when the Minutemen have to go on the road next week to Mount Vernon to open up conference play. And a team in which the Minutemen have had pretty good success lately the last few years with Mount Vernon. So you just, I mean, a win tonight would just be massive going down there to the Hive next week. And uh, last year, the Minutemen took on Mount Vernon 0-3. They were able to win that game and then beat Worcester the very next week. So in high school sports, I mean, wins turn into confidence, and confidence turns into more wins, and it would just certainly be nice to get a win tonight and then, you know, go down there and give Mount Vernon your best shot on the road. Try to get back to 500 going into Worcester. But, of course, got to take care of business tonight first. Minutemen down seven. As both teams warming up, Clear Fork warming up down to our left, Lex down to our right. 21 to 14 Colts. And again, we'll keep you updated on all the scores from around North Central Ohio as the night goes on. 
interesting game shaping up. If you want to take a listen into that game up at Maslin tonight, TY Tigers and the TI Tigers. Halftime, it is 35 to 10. But, I mean, what do you expect? Maslin, one of the best teams in the state. Mansfield Senior, though, giving them a little bit of a run for their money. They kept it closer than I think a lot of people would have expected, and they certainly kept it closer than Glen Oak did last week. So, Senior High trying to give Maslin their best shot. You can uh, check in on that game from time to time. We certainly don't want to lose you to that game, but I want to flip it over there for a minute or two. And go to GoTigers.com and see what Nick Michaels is saying. Up there at uh, the biggest foot high school-specific football stadium in the state, Paul Brown Tiger Stadium. I'm sure Nick has weaseled his way right in up there, and uh, somehow they're treating him like a king, I'm sure. I don't know how he always gets away with that, but. Nick, we're about a minute away from kickoff. Keys to the second half tonight for the Minutemen to come back and get this win. Well, I mean, I hate to sound cliche, but just got to keep kind of doing what they've been doing. I thought, I think they've done a great job offensively. I mean, the play calling's been pretty spot on. They've, they've almost hit on a couple deep passes. I mean, yeah, like two or three times, and I, I can remember the the one to seven Allen right up the middle of the field. It was just kind of a miscommunication, and he's Joe's missed on hitting Carter Newman down the sideline a couple times. So I mean, one of those big plays is bound to hit in this second half. But defensively, I think the, I, I, I'd imagine at halftime they're probably going to try to sell out on the run a little bit more. But I'm sure they were very cautious with that secondary to let them know, like, hey. I understand they've been killing us on the ground, but be ready for the air because it's coming. But I, I, overall, I think Lexus has got to take care of the football. They've done a great job of doing that so far, uh, just staying calm and composed under pressure. I feel like Joe's had plenty of time to throw the ball, and he's made some great decisions. So I, I think he's just got to keep his confidence level up and just kind of keep doing what he's been doing in that first half. And I think Lex will come out of here with, the, with their first win of the ball well, season. And, Nick, we've called a lot of close, exciting games over the years. Unfortunately, yep. a lot of those have gone not Lexington's way. Hopefully tonight can be one that goes our way. And if you stick around, we will bring you all the action in the most exciting way we know how. And hopefully we can do that for you, make your Friday night a little bit more exciting. And get out of here with a win heading into Mount Vernon. Clear Fork will kick off to start the second half. Adam Van Osdel has it up on the tee. He'll kick it left to right to start the second half. And back to receive is going to be Carter Newman and Seven Allen. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com. Second half action. It's Colts 21, Minutemen 14. And Van Osdel gets the whistle. He's going to run up and left-footed kick it down the field. It's going to be a short pop-up kick, and it's going to bounce, and Seven Allen's going to take it from the 11. He's going to bring it near sideline 15, and he's going to be wrapped up. A really good tackle there. 
for the Colts by Ben Campbell, but we've got a flag down. Could be a hold on the Minutemen, but we'll see. And it's going to be a hold on the Minutemen, so that'll push the Minutemen deep into their own end to start this second half. And that ball, that kickoff just kind of landed in between three or four Minutemen there. Nobody really committed to catching it. Seven Allen took it off the bounce, and he tried to get to the outside, but just couldn't get there. And on top of all that, the penalty's going to be on the Minutemen, so this will be half the distance to the goal. And unfortunately, the Minutemen going to start this drive at their own seven. Yeah, not, the, not the best starting field position for the second half, but we've seen crazier things. A 93-yard drive to open the half would be great. Eat up some clock and hopefully put some points on the board. So we'll see if the Minutemen can do just that. Joey Caudell brings them out. He's got seven Allen. Braden Fogle split off to the right. In the pistol, he's going to have Markel Martin on his right hip now, and he'll give Markel Martin. It's going to be a halfback pass. The lefty throws it down the field. He's got seven Allen down the near sideline, 40. It's a foot race, 30, 25, 20, back across the field. Seven Allen's going to take it, 93 yards. A halfback pass, Markel Martin to seven Allen. Well, I mean, I wasn't expecting that right out the gate, but I will take it. I mean, trickeration, I mean, especially right after the penalty to pin Lex all the way back. I'm sure that was the last thing Clearfork was expecting. I mean, that's a risk, risky call, but, I mean, my goodness, Markell threw it right on the money, and Seven Allen just did the rest with his legs. He took off. Wow. Well, Nick wanted a 93-yard drive that was slow and methodical. I think we'll take the 10-second drive there. Will Perkins on to tie this thing up with the extra point. He's two for two tonight. The hold is a good one. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Woo. And we've already got to take a break. 11.41 to go third quarter. It's tied at 21 here at Lex on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, sometimes receiving the kickoff to start the second half doesn't mean anything. In this case, it meant everything. It meant that the Minutemen are tied. They take the first play of the second half, 93 yards, a little halfback pass. Caudell handed it to Markel Martin. Markel Martin flung it down the field about 35 yards to seven Allen in stride, and it was a foot race from there. And Allen took it 93 yards. Oh, man. Will Perkins three for three on extra points tonight, and it is all tied up at 21 with 11.41 to go in the third quarter. We've got a ball game here at Lex. Back deep. Well, now I got to try to keep my voice together the rest of the night. Will Perkins going to run up and boot this one. It's going to be a squib kick, and it's going to be taken by an up man. It's Campbell. Campbell trying to cut across the field. He gets hit, breaks the tackle, and he's going to be brought down at the 30. We've got a flag back at the 20, and I don't think it's going to be on the minute, man. I think it's going to be on clear fork. 
What a, I mean, you couldn't draw up a better start. If I told you, Nick, you could have everything you wanted to start a half, I don't even think you could have come up with this. You get a 93-yard touchdown on the first play, and then you get a penalty on Clear Fork on the kickoff. They're going to have to start this drive at their own 15. Mm. Well, now the defense on the field quickly. <laughs> Unbelievable turn of events here at Lex. Come on, Minutemen. They'll send Jay Jackson and Swank off to the left in the shotgun. Samson, he's going to take, he's going to give up the middle. Schlosser, he's going to be stood up, a gain of only one. So Sansom now, he's started the drive in the shotgun. We didn't see a ton of that in the first half. They love to go in that offset eye formation under center. So they'll give Schlosser two there, second and eight. And they're going to send in the play now. Clear Fork taking their time to start this drive. And they'll go back to that shotgun. Two wide left, one to the right. Sansom, he's going to take. It's a QB draw up the middle, and he's going to be hit by Aiden Nickel. And Cooper Drivelwiss was there. And the Minutemen are going to force a third down right away here to start the half. And it's going to be third and six, a gain of two there. I mean, they're definitely selling out on the run early. That is for sure. So now, I mean, Clearfork really hasn't had success through the air. So now if Lex is forcing them to throw, hopefully the secondary can come up with some interceptions or something. They've done a great job the first two games of doing that. So let's just hope that trend continues. Here we go, third and six from the 19. Sansom in the shotgun, three wide receivers. He's going to take the snap. He's going to throw, and it is caught right at the first down marker by Jay Jackson. He's going to turn and fall forward. He needed six, and he got seven out to the 26-yard line. A first down clear fork. What a big play there, and I was almost waiting for seven. Allen to jump that route and pick it off. I mean, Sansom really... You can tell where he's going yeah. right when he snaps it. I mean, he's staring down the receiver every time. And if Clearfork ends up throwing enough here, Lexington's going to get a beat on it one of these times. First and 10, they'll give to Schlosser on first down. Off the left side, he's got some room. Out to the far sideline, breaking tackles and carrying Minutemen for probably another first down here, and they will give him it at the 37. And a gain of 11 there for Schlosser, who's had a pretty good night tonight. Get you a total here in a second. Schlosser now up to 44 yards on the night, rushing the ball. It's first and 10, back to the shotgun. Sansom with four wide this time. We haven't seen this tonight, but he's gonna hand off anyway. And up the middle and to the 40-yard line is going to be Dawson Staley, who on his first carry of the night ran it about 25 yards but fumbled at the Lex 5. And that was his second carry of the night. They'll give him three, second and seven at Clear Fork's 40-yard line. Colts trying to put together a drive to answer back. Lexington struck first in the second half here with a 93-yard uh, touchdown Halfback pass. Now Clearfork trying to drive back. 
Under center, Sansom, too wide, but he's going to give. Staley's going to be blown up at the line, a gain of one. And the Minutemen force another third and six as it was a fullback dive there. No luck that time for Staley, and it seems like the Minutemen dialing in on the run. They've had single coverage so far every play this drive, and they're stacking the box now. If Clear Fork wins this game through the air, we'll shake their hands and walk out of here. Exactly. Absolutely. You cannot let them beat you on the ground. Back to the shotgun. Sansom, two wide to the left, one to the right. A big third down, third and six from the 41. He takes the snap. He's going to roll to the left. He's going to throw to the left. And a big hit at the 45. It was caught, but Drayton-Berry was there. Ooh. He and he made up. the hit. Schlosser really slow to get up, and he's going to be short of the first down. What, did he, he drop he the He dropped ball? it, yeah. Drayton-Berry forced it out. And now we've got a minute man down. And it might be Drayton Berry. He yep. is moving. I think he, oh, he's up. got a cramp. Thank yep. goodness, because, man, he laid a hit. Yeah, he did. And now he's, I guess he's had some knee issues this year, but uh, trying to stretch him out here, get that maybe a knee there. He is moving. He's okay. He's on the ground. They're just kind of stretching him out. But what a hit by yeah. Drayton Berry to dislodge that ball. So initially, I called it as a catch. Schlosser dropped it. Yeah, he did. He dropped it and he doubled over. I mean, he was in some pain. Berry just blasted him. Well, yeah, I mean, Berry, he, he planted his foot and he saw where the ball was going. He flew up there. He made sure if he was going to catch it, he was going to feel him. But he forced the ball out and I mean, fourth down. Barry did such a good job, too. He got there right when the ball yep. did. There was not even a chance for Schlosser to turn that upfield. Barry now going to limp off the field. I think he's going to be okay, but he's going to have to come off for this play. And it's going to be fourth and six. So the Minutemen going to get the ball back with a chance to take the lead. They have not led tonight. It's been tied twice. Well, three times if you count zero to zero. But they tied it back up. 7-7, and they just tied it back up here in the third quarter, 21-21. But they have not had the lead yet. Jay Jackson will step back to punt another one away. Let's see if he gets another boomer. He's standing at his own 27. Seven Allen, the only punt returner back. Minutemen almost get in there and block it. It's an end over end punt. It's going to bounce. It's going to hit at about the 31 and bounce down to the 27. So pretty good field position here to start this drive for the Minutemen. With 7.43 to go in the third quarter, it's tied at 21. Minutemen with a chance to take the lead on this drive. Now maybe when you want to have the slow, methodical drive, Nick, and just kind of demoralize Clear Fork here, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was not expecting a halfback pass right out of halftime, too. That's the first play of the half. You know, it's funny. The last oh, time I man. think we saw one of those was, I believe, Caden Berry threw one to Alex Green at Shelby Very four possible. years ago for a touchdown. Very possible. First and 10 minute men at their own 27 in the pistol. Caudell with three wide receivers. He's going to fake a give. He's going to keep off the right side. He's across Ooh. the 30. Takes a big hit, but he's going to get right up at the 31-yard line. A gain of four. Second and six coming up. Uh, there's a flag, though. Ugh. And the flag's right in the middle of the field, probably where a hold would be. The minute men are backing up here. With any luck, though, it could be a – that is a hold on Lex. So they'll take it. I 
So after the hold, that'll push the Minutemen back to the 17-yard line. And it's going to set up a first and 20. First and 20 Minutemen. They'll send Carter Newman, Carter Wilson out to the left. They'll have three wide receivers off to the right. They're going to go empty backfield for Caudell. First and 10 from the 17. One of the Colts jumped but got back on side in time. Now the Minutemen looking over for possibly a different play here. Caudell still empty backfield. First and 20 takes. He's going to run it up the middle. Nothing there. He'll get two. Maybe they'll give him three out to the 20. Second and 17 coming up. There's uh, another big play in the arsenal. Now's the time to pull it out. <laughs> Second and 17. They're going to go empty backfield again. Hmm. Caudell with five wide from the 20 takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He is launching down the middle of the field. And it is bobbled and caught. It is picked off by Schlosser at the 43. Wow, that looked exactly like Carter Newman last week. He was bobbling it as he went to his back, fell straight on his back, and caught it for an interception. First turnover of the night for the Minutemen. Or was that the second? I guess they did have the one on the punt. Yeah, the fumble. So the second turnover, but the first offensive turnover of the night for the Minutemen. The other one was on special teams. And now Clear Fork right back out there at their own 43. Sansom in the shotgun. He's got a trips over here and a bunch to the right, but they're going to hand it off. Schlosser trying to get the edge. He's going to get the edge. He's to the 45. He runs over Drayton Berry, who also didn't make the tackle. At the 50, a gain of seven. And Barry, man, it, whether he's hitting or being hit, he has been the brunt of just about every hit tonight. Yeah. And like I said, that included some of his own hits. He just keeps getting up, though. I mean, kid is tough as nails, obviously. That was a big hit, a gain of eight. So clear fork across the 50. They are at the Lex 49, second and two. Sansom back to that shotgun. Three wide receivers this time, but he's going to keep it up the middle. Minutemen are going to bottle him up, and he's going to gain zero. They give him a half a yard. It's going to set up a third and one here at the Lex 48. Do you think? I can't imagine. I mean, if Lex can get a, a stop here in the backfield, obviously it's not four down territory, I wouldn't think. I'd, I'd think that Coach Brokaw might want to pin Lex deep without his defense has been playing. But, I mean, never Well, know this is another one of those plays, Nick, where if, <clears throat> if I'm Coach Saris, I commit to the run. Yeah. If they beat you through the air, so be it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Offset eye, Sansom up under center. Two wide receivers, but he's going to pitch it out. Right side, it's Schlosser. And we've got a flag. He got the first down, but this one's going to come back, and this could set up a big third and long. This is going to probably set up a third and 11 by the time they mark this off. Man, that is a big break for the Minutemen. Well, and Schlosser's helmet came off. So now he's got to sit out this third down play. 
man, if, if you just look at this sequence of events here in the third quarter, you'd say Lexington's destined to win this game, but yeah. they've got to make a big play here on third down. And then they got to get the ball back and score again. It's 21-21. But just about everything has gone right for Lex here in the second half so far, other than Joey Caudell's interception there. But even after that interception, the Minutemen defense has rallied here and they forced a third and 12. Sansom is going to break the huddle. Jay Jackson will go far to the right. And as Nick said, Schlosser's got to be out for this play. So they're going to send in Davis Hoflich. They'll send him in motion. They'll take the snap, fake the give to him. Now they're going to throw middle, and it is caught at the 50, but Seven Allen makes the hit, and Jay Jackson's going to go down about four yards shy. It's going to set up a fourth and four. We'll see what Clear Fork does. It looks like they're going to punt the ball away. And that's all you could ask for. Seven Allen keeping everything in front of him, made a break on the play, made the tackle. Jay Jackson short. Here comes the punt team. Come on, Minutemen. Jackson standing at his own 36. He will take the snap. He's going to almost. I don't know how Cam Boozer didn't block that. This ball's going to roll all the Keep way going. down into oh. the end zone. It's going to be a touchback, Minutemen. Another boomer, though. Gosh. He's getting the friendly rolls. How did Cam Boozer not block that thing? He was know. there. I think he didn't want to get a roughing the kicker. But, man, if he would have dove. That was going to be a block all day. I will say this is probably Jay Jackson's best punting day of his career. I mean, the, the friendly bounces he's been getting tonight are pretty impressive. Well, Minutemen have another chance to... Take the lead. Here we go. First and ten. Three wide receivers out. Caudell and the pistol. He takes on first down. He gives. Mark Hale Martin finds a little bit of room, and he's still trying to carry some Colts. And he'll get out to about the 23, a gain of three. Second and seven coming up for the Minutemen. As Drayton Berry down here in front of us on the sideline getting some much-deserved Powerade. He kind of stepped off by himself to take a break here. What a game Drayton Berry's had. Second and seven. Caudell with two off to the left. Fogel by himself off to the right. Pistol again from the 23, takes the snap. Caudell looking near sideline. He's got Carter Newman. It's caught on the near sideline. Spins out of a tackle. Gets to the 40. Still going. And Carter Jeez. Newman is going to be picked up and slammed down. No right flag on, on the play. Too. I mean, that's incredible. Coach Saris is in the ear of the side judge. Carter Newman is down. I wouldn't be shocked if he somehow didn't get a concussion on that. I mean, My he gets goodness. slammed right on his head. I mean, he literally suplexed him. That is quite and the, illegal. And the, and the Colts are over here clapping it up like they're proud of themselves. That's incredible, man. That is really bizarre. The Colts ran over, and they're pumping up the crowd now as Carter Newman's still laying down on the near sideline, and I haven't seen him really move much. He just sat up. How in the world is that not a flag? You can't suplex somebody. The referees just had a four-man conference and nothing. That was a huge flag. 
unbelievable. I've never seen Coach Sarah so upset. I mean, it was immediate, too. I mean, as soon as it happened, he sprints over to the referee because it happened right in front of him. The official was standing right there. In our five Ugh. years of doing this, that's probably the most controversial non-call we've seen. Unbelievable. But it's still a big first down yeah. from the 43. Caudell takes. He'll give. Markel Martin just fumbled it. We've got a flag on the play, but Markel Martin fumbled. The Colts have it. And Sansom is going to return it to the 36. And we've got a flag, and it's probably going to be a hold on the minute, man. This is going to stand. Unbelievable. So the referee doesn't call the uh, the uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. And then on the very next play, the Minutemen fumble. And it's a hold on Lex. I mean, so the play's going to stand. It's going to be clear fork ball. You Unbelievable. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, the five years we've been covering Lex, and every year it's the same stuff. Unreal. I Ugh. mean, Carter Newman got picked up and dropped on his head. No flag on the next play. They call a flag on the Lexington Minutemen for holding, and they turn it over. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'll tell you what. Whenever Lexington's fortune in football decides to turn around, it is going to be a special time here at Lex because so much calls, injuries, so much has gone against them the last five years. They just cannot catch a break. First and 10, Minutemen, or excuse me, Colts at the Minutemen 36 on first down. Schlosser, the suplexer, is going to run this thing through the Lex secondary. He's down to the 15 and tackled at the 12. And now we've got a Minuteman down on the tackle. And Cole Eichhorn going to be down. He's laying down at the 10. And he's in quite a bit of pain. We're going to take a quick timeout. 3.03 to go, third quarter, 21 all here at Lex. Things are certainly getting interesting on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Cole Eichhorn still down at about the 10-yard line. He made the tackle there. I'm not exactly sure what happened. They're kind of feeling his left ankle. He is getting up now, and Cole's going to walk off under his own power. So that's a good sign. Unfortunately, on the play, Cole got hurt. The Colts were able to run it down to the 12-yard line, and it's first and 10. So now Clear Fork threatening to take the lead back. Sansom going to go in the shotgun. He takes, he gives. It's going to be Schlosser off the left side. He's going to get across the 10 and down to the 9, a gain of 3. Second and 9 coming up. Another Minutemen down now again. And it's, yep, looks like Cam Boozer this time, who was in there on the tackle. 
Man, the Minutemen just can't catch a break. They just can't. <laughs> they just I mean, can't. honestly. And it's good to see Carter over here on the sideline. I see. I mean, it seems like he's fine. I think he's probably just more ticked off than anything else. So hopefully he can come back out and finish the game. But and that was a scary moment there for a split second. <laughs> now Lex has got to stay strong here in the red zone. Clear fork threatening again. Well, this is certainly not what you want to see. Cam Boozer gingerly limping off the field. Man, they cannot afford to lose him. It looks like he might be able to come back. I mean, he's starting to, yeah, he's starting to walk on it a little more. Man, not having him on the field is just massive. That's big. Because now you've got Mason Green, Dontrell Hughes already out. Now Boozer over here, he's going to have to get worked on, probably retaped. Yeah, I mean, that linebacker core is quickly deteriorating. <laughs> Second and seven. Sansom right out of the timeout. He's going to give it, and Schlosser trips in the backfield on his own feet, and he's going to lose a yard, and that sets up a huge third and eight. Here we oh, go. Oh, my goodness. I mean, Minutemen have got to get a stop here. Yeah. Third and eight from the 10, 210 to go in the third quarter. It's tied at 21. Yeah, the trainer over here tying up Boozer's shoe. Well, untying it right now, probably to do a quick tape job. They'll probably spat it up, and he'll try to come back into this game. Here we go, Sansom. Third and eight from the 10 under center. Only one wide receiver. He's going to take. He's going to fake a give. He's going to try to throw. He's going to get out of there, and he's going to throw it to the end zone. Wide open down there in the end zone. Milo Bergholder, the tight end, wide open as... The play was a little bit broken there on a low snap. Everything just kind of got out of whack, and Bergholder was able to sneak out of there and find himself in the end zone wide open. An eight-yard touchdown pass. Excuse me, a 10-yard touchdown pass. And Clear Fork once again takes the lead. Lex still has not led in this game. They're going to go for two. And the Minutemen are going to pick it up after an incomplete pass. The referee blew the play dead. It looked like a backward lateral. Should have been able to pick it up and go to at least get two points. Referee called it dead as an incomplete pass. I thought maybe it was backwards. And the Minutemen, mm. it was going to be a double pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I mean, if he's throwing it backwards, that's a live ball. Oh, man, unless and the they, referee blew the play dead. Unless I just didn't see it correctly, it looked like a backwards lateral. That should have been a fumble. The Minutemen recovered it, and the referee blew, uh, blew yeah. the play dead. They could have returned that for two. And they definitely had room to do it. Well, There's more no importantly, field. let's not overlook the fact that Clear Fork just went for two and did not get it. So yeah. if the Minutemen score a touchdown here, they could take the lead with an extra point. So they're still right in this thing, 27-21. 1.43 to go, third quarter. Minutemen going to try to get something going with the return game here. They've had success so far tonight, and a couple good ones. Carter Newman had the longest return for the Minutemen in the game. He had a 48-yarder to set up a touchdown drive in the second quarter. And it does look like Carter... He's going to be okay from the suplex earlier. Well, now Carter's at least got some 
some film for WWE later on in his future if he wants to go on to do something like that. My goodness. So it looks like, yeah, they'll have Carter Wilson back with Seven Allen now. Also, Carter Newman is not going to be on the field. And now they're down here testing him, I'm assuming, for a concussion. He really wants to get back into this ball game, though, man. That would just be gut-wrenching if he can't come back into this game. Now you've got Boozer and Carter Newman on the sideline with injuries. This is not good for the Minutemen. Van Osdell runs up and boots it. It's going to be Seven Allen from the eight-yard line. He's going to bring it up the middle of the field. He's going to dance around. He's going to take a hard hit near the 25. They're going to give him the 24 is where they're going to start this drive, the Minutemen. Well, this is where big names are made, Nick. Situations like this, you're down six. Caudell could come out here and lead the Minutemen down for a go-ahead touchdown. Does not I saw Coach Sayers come over and give Carter Newman a hug over here on the sideline. So it does not look promising like he's going to be able to come back into this ball game. Unbelievable. Ugh. Off of uh, a dirty suplex there. Unreal. It's first and ten. Minutemen come out trying to get their first lead of the night. They trail by six. From the 23, Caudell in the pistol. He's back to pass on first down. He gets it out. Carter Wilson's going to catch, but he might end up. Well, he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Just caught a little pass out in the flat there, tried to make a move, and couldn't get past. There were four Colts there, and he just couldn't maneuver. So a gain of zero, second and ten coming up from the 24. They're still working down here on Carter, though. I'm hoping... Whatever test they have to do, hopefully now they're doing like a field sobriety test yeah, on him no now. Kidding. Hopefully he can get back in there. He thinks he's okay. Second and ten, three wide receivers off to the right. Caudell in the pistol with one wide receiver left. He's back. Caudell's going to throw. Well, now he's going to roll to the right. He's going to continue rolling. Now throw back across the middle of the field, and it's caught. Braden Fogle just went up and made a play, bringing in near side. He's to the 50. He's down the near sideline and out of bounds at the 45. He came back, and he just went up and left over three defenders and caught it, ran it down the near sideline. His first catch of the night and a huge first down minute, man. Unreal. And actually, that was his second catch yeah, of the night. Still. His biggest catch of the night, for sure. Well, I guess he did catch a touchdown. It's yeah. hard, to, hard to argue that. I guess for this situation, though, that was a huge play for the Minutemen, first and ten. So, it is first and ten, Minutemen at the clear fork 46, back into the pistol. Three wide to the right, one to the left, Caudell. He's going to fake a give and run off the left side. He's got room. He's to the 40, and he's going to pick up six. They've, Second and four on the way. Yeah, they've really liked that QB keeper from Joe this whole game, and it's it's had some success. So, Minutemen down to the clear fork 40. A touchdown and an extra point gives the Minutemen their first lead of the night. Seven seconds to go, third quarter. We'll see if they want to run a play here. Caudell into the pistol, three wide to the right, one to the left, and they will let this clock run out. And we've got an exciting fourth quarter coming up for you here at Lex. It is clear fork 27, Lexington 21. Come back for the fourth quarter on fearthevillage.com. 
Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Welcome back to the fourth quarter here at Lexington, where the Clear Fork Colts currently lead this one 27-21. But Lexington has the football at the Clear Fork 40-yard line. Clear Fork out on the field. They're getting lined up. They're ready to go. Lexington just now breaking the huddle. And here we go, Nick. Another chance for the Minutemen to try to win one late. Unfortunately, they weren't able to pull off the week one win against Ontario. Little chance at redemption here. Caudell with three wide receivers off to the right. One to the left in the pistol. Second and four from the 40. Caudell takes. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw right. He's got seven Allen, and seven Allen's going to get the first down. Just inside the 36 at the 35 and a half yard line. He needed four. He got four and a half first down Minutemen. First down, Minutemen. So they will actually give him the 35. So a nice clean five yards there on second and four. First and 10 Minutemen. From the Clear Fork 35-yard line. Minutemen trailing by six, looking for a touchdown and an extra point to take the lead. They'll send Carter Wilson, Seven Allen, Braden Fogel off to the left. Keegan West off by himself to the right. Dreibelbiss in there now. He's going to be the tailback, but Caudell's going to throw on first down. He's going to wind up. He's going to throw up a jump ball to Braden Fogel down near the end zone, and he caught it. It was bobbled, and Fogel caught it. He just ripped it out of three Clear Fork defenders in the end zone, and he was able to bring it home. Clear Fork oh. should have had an interception. Instead, it was bobbled, and Fogel came out of there with it. I mean, unreal. I mean, just unbelievable. You can't even, there's no words. I mean, there are three Colts surrounding him. And he somehow comes out of there with the football. Unbelievable. The second touchdown catch of the night for Braden Fogle. And now Will Perkins, three for three on the night, has a chance to tie this game up with the extra point. Caudell will hold. The snap is a little low, but he gets it down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Minutemen have the one-point lead. With 11.18 to go here in the fourth quarter, we'll take a quick break on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. There is a 0% chance my voice is going to hold up tonight. It's 28-27. to 27. Minutemen in the lead. Hmm. Here to start the fourth quarter, 11-18 to go. 
Unbelievable. Well, he didn't have any touchdowns coming into this ball game, and now Braden Vogel's got two. One over two defenders, and now one over three defenders. So, I mean, they're going to have to throw the whole defense at him if they want to stop him in the red zone, it seems like. Just great concentration. I mean, the ball is up for grabs for four guys to come down with it, and Fogel just happened to be the one to bring it home. Well, that has certainly changed thing he, things here inside the stadium. There's a lot of energy over here now down below us on the home side. Will Perkins is going to kick this ball off. He's got it up on the tee. He's going to kick it left to right. Minutemen with a one-point lead. Perkins is going to squib it near sideline, and it's going to go out of bounds. So that'll give Clear Fork the ball at the 35. which to be quite honest, wasn't much farther away from where Clear Fork was gonna have it. So really, I mean, on the stat sheet, it's not gonna look good. Will might face a little punishment Monday at practice, but it's really not that bad of a penalty. Clear Fork was probably gonna pick it up and run it right to that spot anyway. So really no damage done here. Clear Fork's still gonna start with pretty good field position at their own 35. What a game. Mm. Lex with a 28-27 lead. Clear Fork only trailing because they went for two and didn't get it on their last drive. Under center, Sansom takes the snap. He hands it off. It's Appleman. He's going to bounce off of a tackler, bounce it out to the right side, and he's going to actually end up gaining five yards after being hit two yards deep in the backfield. Man. Uh, man that's one thing you say about these Colts. They run the ball hard. They go downhill quickly. Second and five, clear fork at their own 40. They'll send one wide receiver split off each way. Sansom going to be in the shotgun. He's got two backs, one on each hip. Takes the snap, second and five. Schlosser off the left side. Minute, minute, have him bottled up, and they're going to get it for a two-yard loss. And David Biggers, that's the second time we've called his name tonight on a big loss. And it's going to be third down and six. Schlosser all night has been able to get outside and just kind of be patient, get the edge. That time it did not open up, and he just ran into a wall. Here we go, third and six. Colts at their own 39-yard line. Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Sansom in the shotgun. He's going to send a man in motion. It's Swank. He takes the snap, fakes a give. He's back to pass, and the Minutemen are going to get in there, and he's going to escape. Sansom's got room to run. He's to the 45, 40, 35, down the field to the 31, and pushed out of bounds by Seven Allen. And what a big run there for Mason Sansom. I mean, he was dead to rights in the backfield and got out of there somehow and ended up turning it into a huge gain. Oh, what a killer for the Minutemen defense. Yeah, 31 yards on that. Unreal. On a broken play. Oh, that's just backbreaking. The Minutemen have to stay strong here and try to get a stop. They're still up by one. Clear fork down to the Lex 30. Two wide receivers left again, one to the right. And the shotgun, Sansom takes. He's going to run it right up the middle, and he's going to be drugged down. At about the 27, a gain of three. 
for whatever reason, when it's a QB keeper tonight, Sansom's had room. Mm -hmm. He's just had all kinds of room. That time, thankfully, the hole closed up pretty quick there, but he still got three. And yeah, he had to retie his shoe there. So it is second and seven. Colts down to the Lex 27. Sansom in the shotgun. Two wide to the left, one to the right. He's going to send a man in motion at Swank again. They're going to give it to him this time. He's going to try to get outside to the left, and he's going to get hit, and he's going to get hit again and drove into the sideline, a loss of one. Great play there. Minutemen everywhere. Gage Powell was down there. Cam Boozer, who's back into the game, was in there to really drive Swank backwards. So they and gave him a loss of two, yeah, they actually. did. It's going to be a loss of two, like Nick said. It's going to be third and nine. Clear fork at the Lex 29. And, and honestly, I would, I would not be surprised with the QB draw right here. With what they've been doing on offense, a QB draw here would not be surprising, but it looks like they're going to go under center. So here we go. Big third down and nine. Two wide receivers off to the right. They're going to go in that offset eye. Third and nine. Timeout, clear fork. That'll be the first of the half. For them, they've got two remaining, 8.13 to go. 28-27, Lex on top by one. Take a quick break on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, just as we suspected, we got a ball game here going late into the fourth quarter. 8.13 to go in the ball game. It's Lexington 28, Clear Fork 27. Clear Fork has it third and nine at the Lexington 29. This is an absolutely ginormous play in this ball game. Third and nine, Sansom gonna go in the shotgun. Three wide receivers. He's gonna send Schlosser in motion. He's gonna fake a give. He's gonna throw. Sansom overshoots his man by 15 yards. Incomplete, fourth down coming up. And decision time here. I mean, I can't imagine Van Osdell I mean, this would be a 47-yard field goal from here. Kind of too close to punt. Yeah. They're going to – well, Van Osdell's coming in, but he's also a wide receiver, so it's hard to say. They're in no man's land. They are going to go for it. Fourth and nine at the Lex 29. Oh, here we go. You got to think Clear Fork's got a play drawn up here that they've just kept hidden away all year to this point. They'll send two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. It is fourth and nine. And before the play, we've got a timeout, Lex. And what a timeout call there by Coach Saris. And no, Clearfork took it. Clearfork's down to one timeout with 8.07 to go. Oh, wow, that's huge. And you won 
So, Nick, do you think they're lining up there to see what Lex's defense might do, or do you think I, they didn't even really try to yeah, draw Lex offside? I, I mean, I don't really know what – I mean, they still had time on the play clock. I'm not really sure what the what the motive there, but, I mean, Coach Brokaw just – blows another timeout, so now he's down to one. There's well, still eight minutes left to go in this football game. Again, I they've got to have a Something. play, and maybe they're just trying to make sure they call that play like correctly. They're all on the same page. And well, here we go. Out of the timeout, both teams lined up. Fourth and nine from the Lex 29 in the shotgun. Sansom takes the snap. He's going to roll to the right. He's going to look right, throw right, and he's got a man down at the 17-yard line. Oh, a diving grab by Schlosser. Unbelievable. First and ten. Colts down in the red zone. Yeah, I'm not sure who was over there in coverage, but I think I think it might have been Boozer. He was just kind of playing underneath, and it's kind of Sansom just kind of lofted it over the top just enough, and they're able to convert. And that was a diving grab, yeah. too. That was that close from the Minutemen getting the ball back. But here we are, first and ten. Colts down to the Minutemen 16. Sansom in the shotgun again, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. Now he's going to be flushed to the right. He's going to have to throw it away out of bounds. Second down coming up. Good stop there by the Minutemen. Good pressure. Well, that, that was the exact same play that they just ran previously, and they were hoping Schlosser was going to be in the same area open, but Lex did a good job adjusting, and that was incomplete. Oh, come on, Minutemen. Second and 10. Clear Fork has it at the Lex 16. Minutemen leading 28-27. Sansom going to go into the shotgun here. Two wide receivers way off to the left. He's got two backs with him. He's going to give it to Schlosser, and Schlosser's going to be bottled up. He's going to gain three, but it's going to set up a third down and seven as he gets out to the 14-yard line. And now this is an even bigger third down than the previous one because Lex could force a field goal attempt here. And you just, in high school sports, never know what's going to happen with a field goal attempt. Mm -hmm. And even if you settle for a field goal attempt and Clear Fork hits it, then you're still only down by two. When you still got three timeouts, too. And you could win it with a field goal. Here we go, third and eight. Sansom takes the snap. He's going to fake run. Now he's going to be blown up in the backfield. Boozer got in there and got him. Dribblebiss in there as well. Biggers in there as well. Minutemen everywhere. Mm. A huge play there from the defense. I mean, Sansom had nowhere to go. He had no prayer. Lex brought a blitz and it worked. So now they are going to have to settle for a field goal attempt. Remember, Van Osdel is a lefty, so he's over on the right hash. This is right where he would want it. This is going to be a 37-yarder. They already got the snap off, and it's short. It might have been blocked. No good. Minutemen ball with the lead. Man, Clearfork, you would have thought that that was a contest on how fast they could get the snap off. They were hardly lined up. Yeah, I mean, wow, they went so fast. And Van Osdel, I'm not sure if that got tipped or if it was just all happening so fast that no he didn't chance. catch it clean. That didn't even have a chance. It didn't go far enough. It was wide. Minutemen football at their own 20. Leading by one, 6.15 to go. They've got a chance to milk this game away. 
Well, now Clear Fork really kicking himself for blowing those two timeouts just now in that drive. I mean, Lex just. I gotta... mean, you're right, Nick. It's only going to take three first downs here to really put this game down to being in jeopardy with the clock. Caudell comes out first and 10, two wide receivers right, but they're going to run this ball. You better bet your life on it. Markel Martin up the middle. He's got room to run, and he's going to get out near a first down, a gain of nine. Oh, that was an angry run by Markel there. Hold on to that football, man. Let's hold on to it for dear life and keep those legs churning. Second and one coming up. We've got a flag down. <clears throat> And it was actually a face mask on the defense. So we'll take the extra 15 yards. That's an automatic first down. And once that ball gets set, the clock's going to keep rolling. Well, this is a learning moment for Joey Caudell. If you're the quarterback right now, you got to let this baby roll all the way down to one every single time before you snap it. We're under six minutes to go in the ball game. Minutemen first and 10 at their own 35 with a one-point lead. Caudell in the pistol. He is letting it run down. Two wide receivers off to the right, but this is going to be Martin again. He's going to cut back and cut it up the middle, a gain of three. Out to the 37. And more importantly, it keeps the clock rolling. And Nick said a minute ago, Clear Fork with only one timeout left. I'll say they're going to have to be real methodical of when they want to take that timeout to try to stop the clock. But, I, I mean, you just keep picking up little chunks here and there. It's going to keep that clock rolling. So you might hear Clear Fork student section trying to get into it in the background over there. Second and seven. Lex at their own 37. Caudell in the pistol. Caudell, play clock down to two, takes it, gives it. Markel Martin, left side. He's going to get some yardage. He's going to carry some Colts, and he's going to get out near a first down with two Colts on his back. And they'll say he stepped out of bounds at the 42. A gain of five? A gain only? of five, and it'll set up a third and two, but with Markel Martin running this angrily. I'm giving it to him every time. Let yep. him pick up the two. Well, here's a big third down. I mean, got to have it. Got to have it here. 4.55 to go. The clock did stop because he ran out of bounds. Third and two from the 42. Caudell in the pistol. Caudell takes. He's going to give. Martin off the left side, and he's not going to get the first down. He's going to be stopped actually a yard shy of the original line of scrimmage. So he's going to lose a yard. It's going to be fourth and three. The Minutemen can let this clock run a little more. 4.38. The clock is rolling. Clear Fork with only one timeout. Minutemen are going to have to punt, but they can get another 20 seconds out of this clock here. 28-27, Lex on top, but they do have to punt. Markel Martin, hopefully he can get a hold of the punt of his life right here. He's standing back at his own 26 to get this thing away. Clear Fork's going to send two men back to return this. And Martin gets it out of there, and it almost was running into the kicker. Had he fallen down, I think he could have drawn the flag, but he didn't fall down. 
gets the punt out of there. Not a bad one. It's going to be fair caught by Schlosser at the 30, and Clear Fork at their own 30 is going to start this drive with 4.04 to go, and Lex on top by one. And Nick, I'm struggling to make it to the finish line here. My voice isn't going to hold up much longer. Oh, what an exciting game here well, at Lex. And, and you called it before. I mean, we're, we're just talking, and you're like, I think this score is going to be pretty high, and it's going to be an exciting game. And for a second there, I kind of doubted you, but both these teams offensively, they've really come to play tonight. On first and 10, Sansom's going to throw out to the far flat. It's caught, and a first down Ooh. after a big stiff arm on the far sideline. That's going to be a first down by Jay Jackson all the way out to the 43-yard line. And Clear Fork starts this drive with a big play. Maslin all over Mansfield Senior right now, 51-10. to Buckeye Valley on top of Ashland, 27-23. We'll get you some more scores in a second. It's first and 10, Clear Fork at their own 43. Sansom in the shotgun. Two wide receivers each way, but he's going to give up the middle, and Schlosser's hit at the line of scrimmage and dropped right there. Second and 10 coming up. And that'll start this clock up, which really right now is not a huge factor yet. 3.45 to go. Clear Fork has one timeout. But a big stop there on first down by the Minutemen. Bellevue leading Shelby late in the fourth quarter, 35-33. to Here we go. Sansom, two wide each way. He's going to take the snap. We've got a flag, and it's going to be a false start on the near side, and it's going to be a five-yard penalty. And that's even bigger because it was already second down. So that'll be a second and 15. We've got a minute man down with what looks to be a Another leg cramp. cramp. I think it's David. It's Aiden Nickel, maybe. I think I think it's David Biggers down there, possibly. Man, he's been flying around making he's, some hits yeah. tonight. And he's kind of undersized for playing that nose tackle, but yeah, he's been he's been making some noise tonight. So passing the ball, Clear Fork only 6 of 11 tonight for 51 yards. The Minutemen on the flip side, 13 for 22, 277 yards and three touchdowns. Minutemen carrying the ball 29 times for 102 yards. Clear Fork has definitely outrushed the Minutemen tonight. 35 carries, 254 yards for Clear Fork. So Lex has just outpassed Clear Fork for days, and Clear Fork has outrun Lex for days. That's kind of been the tale of this game. Big plays for the Minutemen, and Clear Fork's just kind of slowly driven on all of their touchdowns. Here we go. Big second and 15 out of the injury timeout after the penalty. Sansom in the shotgun. He takes on first on second down. He's going to play fake, and he's going to lose the football, and it's going to be caught by Clear Fork. One of the linemen was there. He went to throw that ball, and it got tipped away, and it was a fumble. And it was caught by one of the linemen. Yeah, they ran a little, they ran a hitch and go on that near sideline, and the receiver downfield was open, but 
The Lex defense did a great job putting pressure on Sansom. He had nowhere to go with the football. And really, that's as good as a sack as they lose yep. three yards, and the Minutemen had a hold of him. He was able to – he really – he tried to throw it, and the ball got tipped before his arm came forward, so that was a fumble. Went straight up in the air, and it was caught by a lineman for Clear Fork. But a loss of three, third and 18 coming up. Sansom in the shotgun. He takes. He's back. He's going to roll right. He's going to look. He's going to be bottled up, and the Minutemen are going to get him a loss of one. Fourth and 19 coming up. I think it was Dribblebiss in there making the play. So now with only one timeout left, Clearfork's going to have to go for it. This is the ball game. This is it. 2.10 to go. The clock is rolling. We're going to be under two minutes by the time they snap this. This is it. Fourth and 19. Sansom in the shotgun. Three wide receivers. He takes. He's going to roll left. He's going to look. We've got a flag. He throws it. He's got Schlosser. It's caught. Down here at the 30, it's a first down, but we've got a flag back at the Clear Fork 30. This one's coming back. Yeah, it's got to be a hold on that right tackle. Yeah, and that's what it is off the backside. Huge break there from the minute, man. I mean, Slosser was open off that left sideline, and Carter Wilson was the only one able, the only one down there to make a play on, on Schlosser, but huge break from the Lex defense. Unbelievable. Yikes. Now it's fourth and Ugh. just a mile. Minutemen may just go back into a prevent here, honestly. To. I mean, you just cannot give up any you passes. You have to. I mean, you st I think you line up right here where the original line of scrimmage was with, was with four of your d secondary and just don't let anything behind you. And there's been a Colt down this whole time, and nobody noticed because people were just walking around him, and finally – the trainer gets out here at the 40-yard line. I can't tell who it is, but looks like just another cramp. Oh, wow. So Schlosser, who just made that big play, was negated by a penalty. Mm. So the penalty is going to push Clear Fork back to their own 25. They've got to get to the Lex 47 for a first down. So it's going to be fourth and 28. Minutemen up one. Clear Fork. 1.49 to go, has to get a first down or the game is over because they only have one timeout remaining. And it looks like that might have been just a tactic maybe to get an extra timeout in. I don't want to point fingers, but now Clearfork over here getting a free timeout, it seems. But here we go. Here we go, after the injury timeout. Clear Fork, fourth and 28, this is the ball game. Minutemen get a stop, they win. Sansom, and a timeout, Lex. So much anticipation in the crowd, man. They are getting after I'll it. I'll be honest there. with you, I think the crowd was making so much noise they didn't hear the timeout being called. <laughs> I couldn't hear the referee's whistle. Well, I need to take a minute to catch my breath and try to let my voice rest, Nick. Talk. I mean, not a whole lot to talk about. Just please, nothing over the top from everything that is holy. Just, just stay home. Stay home. No extra stuff after the whistle. We don't need any personal fouls. Enough. Just play it straight up. 
and just just please nothing over the top for once and we can get out of here because this game has just been great from the get-go it's been back and forth there's been a lot of stuff that's gone on and it's been a fun one to watch joe caudle's absolutely been lighting it up tonight Fogel's made some great plays it's time for the defense to get one more stand tonight one more and we can get out of here with a w Crowd is on their feet here at Lex. This is it, a stop, and they get a win over Clear Fork for the first time since 2016. Fourth and 28, Sansom in the shotgun, he takes. He's gonna give Schlosser a halfback pass. He's rolling left, he's throwing down the field. It is incomplete! Minute men are gonna win! Broke it up down here at the 42 by Keegan West. Unreal. Whew. That ball felt like it was in the air for 15 hours. Three Minutemen over there, and they are able to knock it down to the turf. And for the first time since we've been here at Lex, the Minutemen with a couple of kneel downs. Well, they may have to run yeah, one or two yeah, plays. I think they might have to. They've got a chance to finish this game and beat Clear Fork for the first time. In eight years. Unreal. Ugh. You just have to take care of the ball here. Clear Fork has one timeout. And I'm sure that they're going to use it right away. Caudell in the pistol. Sends a man in motion. He's going to take. He's going to give. Markel Martin off the left side. It's just a pile of bodies down at the 20. He's going to get five yards and a timeout. Clear Fork, that is their final timeout. It's going to be second and five. If the Minutemen get one first down here, that game is over. Clearfort cannot stop the clock again. One thirty-one to go. Minutemen have it at the Clearfort 20. Now, Nick. If you're clear for it, do you let Lex go? And if you're Lex, you gotta go down after getting a first down. Do not run into the end zone. Yeah, I mean, just get the first down and just lay down. I don't know, just. But if you're clear for it, do you try to entice him I, to run I, in? I, I, I think so, I mean, cause it's still, it's a one point game. So even with a touchdown and an extra point, it's a, it's a touchdown and a two point conversion away from tying it. So I'm sure, I mean, you would think that, but I don't know if Clearfork's going to let that happen. I mean, well, if they do try to stop Lex and get the ball back, Clearfork will, could get it back with maybe yeah. 20 seconds. Yep. Caudell out of the timeout, second and five at the 20. They're going to add two seconds back on. 1:33 to go in the game. Just got to hold on to the football here. Caudell in the pistol, second and five. At the clear fork 20, a broken play here could result in a touchdown. They'll give Markel Martin right up the middle, back to the line of scrimmage. No gain, but the clock rolls, and they're going to get this thing well under a minute before they have to run another play. The play clock just started. They're going to be able to get this thing down to about 50 seconds before the next play, and then after that, I mean, so they're going to have about five seconds left yeah. if they snap this on fourth down. And I'm assuming... You don't attempt the field goal. You probably nope. just try to you just run the ball again. 
you if you're Caudell here, you kind of maybe want to run backwards and take a knee, try yeah. to eat up some clock because, in theory, you could get this thing down. Mm-hmm. You know what, Nick? They're going to run this down to about 44 seconds and take a timeout. So if Caudell just steps backwards for a couple of seconds and takes a knee, this game is over. That's all he has to do. So Lex will take a timeout. Oh, no, they're going to run it. They are going to run it. Yeah, I don't think Markell got anywhere. No gain. But with the clock, that's going to be the game, I think. And it is. The play clock is lower. Excuse me, the game clock is lower than the play clock. The Minutemen don't have to run another play. They're going to beat Clear Fork for the first time since 2016. Minutemen are going to win their first game of the year and head into Mount Vernon next week on a high. Unbelievable. What a comeback. What a second half for the Minutemen. Unbelievable. And the celebration begins. They're going to storm the field here at Lexington. The home crowd could not be happier. Man, it has been a long time. Even when they beat Clear Fork in 2016, it was down there. It's yep. been 10 years or more since they've beaten Clear Fork here at home. Unbelievable. And the students are just letting, they're waiting for the go-ahead to <laughs> run onto the field and no doubt well deserved. <laughs> rub this in a little bit to the opposing crowd. What a game. What a gutsy performance by everybody. Yeah. I mean, Seriously. Coach Saris coached a heck of a game tonight. Got to give it up to him. Joey Caudell, the young sophomore, just his third start. I mean, he made some plays tonight. Just unbelievable. And the Minutemen are in the win column for the first time this year. And here come the students. Man, you got to love it when Lex wins at home. Well, we talked about it earlier in the game, Nick. After a horrible no call, Carter Newman was suplexed on the field without a penalty called. And we just kind of asked ourselves, when is it going to be Lexington's turn? They always seem to have the tough breaks go against them. When is it going to be their turn to complete a comeback and, and win an exciting game? And tonight was it. And they take down the Colts. Minutemen going to be one and two heading into Mount Vernon next week. A very winnable game next week. And the Minutemen being led by Braden Fogle all the way down that to the victory, victory bell. bell. <laughs> got to get there. It's about a mile. And you so. got to love that, too. Braden Fogle, of course, be known for being a great basketball player. But on this football team, we've seen it all year so far. He's been the leader. He's the first one down there to ring the bell. Let's wait to hear it chime. And I think everybody in Lexington right now is standing at the victory bell. It's been a long time coming for these Minutemen to ring that bell against Clear Fork. Man, what an exciting night. Ugh. What I mean, an exciting night. And now this sets up just an even more exciting opportunity oh, next absolutely. week. At Mount Vernon next week, yep. the Minutemen really have a chance to get this thing going in the right direction and 
I mean, just, yeah, like you said, just gutsy performances all the way around. I mean, seriously. Ugh. And they're ringing the bell. I'm not sure you can hear it from here because there's a million people yeah, standing over there. It's kind of <laughs> drowning out the noise. Oh, man, what a game. You got to love that. Well, we've never experienced a victory in football over Clear Fork since we've been here. I, I got to admit, it's just as sweet as I had hoped. Yeah, absolutely. Last year, Worcester. This year, Clear Fork. What's Coach next? Saris is just crossing them off one at a time. We've I got our own so. little, we've got our own little list we're keeping here of teams we need to beat. Hmm. Shelby, one of them. Clear Fork was one of them until tonight. Yeah. Mansfield. Mansfield senior. And really, other than that, I mean, Ashland is the yeah. last one. And hey, and I'm telling you, if this team can get rolling, I think they can compete with just about anybody. I really do. They have the talent. They just got to stay healthy, but I think they can do it. I mean, really, just a, yeah, unreal game, start to well, finish. We will take a 30-second break, so stay with us. We'll come back, and we'll get you all the final stats, and we'll get you a final uh, bunch of final scores from around the area. But the most important one tonight here at Lex, the Minutemen, a winner over the Colts. Man. It's been a long time since anyone around here could say that, and now Feels they've good. done it. 28-27, the Minutemen win a nail-biter. And you heard it all right here on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Oh, man, what an exciting one back here at Lexington. Minutemen win it 28-27. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you on the BP Electric postgame show. Man, it's exciting leaving Lexington after a win. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick has all the final stats for us tonight. Nick, go ahead. Yeah, through the air here first. Joe Caudill just with a, a great performance. I mean, honestly, he did a great job throwing the ball, running the football, made some great decisions down, down the stretch. Uh, he ended the game uh, 12 of 21 for 185 yard, 184 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, one other notable passing statistic, Markel Martin, one for one on the evening, 93 yards. He <laughs> threw a bomb to seven yep. Allen on a halfback pass on the first offensive play in the second half. It connected, and seven Allen just took off and hit the Jets, and he was gone. So, uh, I mean, another great play right out of halftime. That was to tie the football game up. Uh, on the ground, Markel Martin, 19 carries, 51 yards. Joe Caudill, 12 carries, 55 yards. And then again, seven Allen with the one carry for one yard. Uh, receiving for the Minutemen, Braden Fogle. He had three three catches on three targets, 81 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, both one at the end of the first half and another in the was it the third or it was the fourth quarter. Uh, ripped it from three defenders right there in the in the left side of the end zone to bring it home for the Minutemen. Uh, let's see here, other notable receivers: Seven Allen, 
Six receptions on 10 targets, 154 yards and a touchdown. <clears throat> Carter Newman, two receptions on five targets for 23 yards. Carter Wilson, two receptions on four targets for 19 yards. But, I mean, hats off to the defense, honestly, because they had their backs against the wall more than more than once in this second half alone. And, I mean, they answered the bell every single time. Clear Fork, I mean, they're, they're a great team. They run hard. Uh, they had 36 carries for 252 yards of offense on the ground. Schlosser, their running back, he led the way. 16 carries, 80 yards. The quarterback, Samson, 12 carries for 74 yards. Uh, through the air, that's where Clearfork kind of struggled, and we kind of expected that. We knew that their main thing was the running attack, and they had to throw the ball 12 times, mainly all in the second half. They only completed seven passes uh, for 48 yards and one touchdown. But, I mean, you just can't say enough about this Lex team, how they, they battled the whole game. They, they had their backs against the wall a couple times, and they just kept fighting and fighting, and it came down to the very end, and they were able to get that last stop, and you knew it was over, and you just can't say enough. Great job for Coach Saris. I mean, first win of the season. Yep. So, And it's against a team that you just love to beat and clear for. You don't get to beat them very often, but when you do, it's even sweeter. So great job tonight. You just can't say enough. And, and now you get to go to Mount Vernon and – compete against a team that i mean they're they're better they, they well, are they will be better and but there, there's also no better way to open conference play than right. coming off of a win absolutely yep. so the colts fall to one and two the minutemen improve to one and two and like i said conference play for mm. most conferences starts next week and the ones that don't start next week will start the week after so we are Kind of hitting our stride here in the season and just no better way to do it than with a win tonight over Clear Fork. So let's get you some scores from around the area. We'll start with the OCC. In the fourth quarter, it is Buckeye Valley 27, Ashland 23. It is Licking Valley with a slim lead in the fourth quarter over West Holmes, 40 to 35. Ontario shut out Madison, 38 to nothing. Maslin all over Mansfield Senior, 51-10. New Philly takes down Worcester tonight, 22-13. That was the first OCC matchup of the season. Mount Vernon, what a good way to go into Mount Vernon next week. Lex with a win tonight. Mount Vernon getting shut out tonight, 42-0 by Delaware Hayes. Mm. So the Minutemen really have a chance here to get into some serious conversations next week. Shootout over in the Moac. Tiffin Columbian 56, River Valley 45. That's in the fourth quarter. This, uh, some finals here. Galleon wins again in convincing fashion over Upper Sandusky 41 to 6. It was Marion Harding 34 and Newark 14. Marion Pleasant, 43. Whitehall Yearling, 13. Bellevue squeaks out a win over Shelby, 35-33. And Highland dominates Crestview, 50-26. Down in the Northern 10, Colonel Crawford easily handling East Knox, 49-15. Cardington, Lincoln, and Bucyrus, both teams looking for their first win, but Cardington looks like they're going to take this one over the Redmen, 36-28 right now late in the fourth. Ada over Buckeye Central right now, 41-19. That'll be Buckeye Central's first loss. Some finals here. Carey over Lima Central Catholic, 28-14. Margareta, a low-scoring 
a squeak out win over Mohawk 17 to 12. Monroeville dominated Seneca East tonight 40 to 21. And it was Western Reserve getting an eight point win over Winford. Over to the Firelands, Mapleton, a slim lead over Northmore, 40 to 33. It was South Central 73, St. Joseph Central Catholic 6, Tiffin Calvert 35, St. Paul 25. Down in the uh, KMAC, Hillsdale 31, Loudonville 3. That game's still not over yet. It was uh, Worthington Christian 20, Centerburg 7. That game is final. Danville 41, Fairfield Christian 7. A few other scores. Vermillion over Willard 49 to 20. Elgin 59, North Baltimore nothing. Lucas bounces back and they get their first win of the year. 41 to 7. It was Norwalk 42, Toledo Rogers 26, and Triway wins a low scoring game by a field goal over Waynedale 17 to 14. So that wraps up non conference play for the Minutemen. They finish the non conference 1 and 2, but the one win comes tonight, and they can head into conference play and try to put together a little winning streak as they go to Mount Vernon next week. And man, if you're not mm. listening next week, well, if you're not there, you better be listening because that is going to be an awesome matchup next week. I think it's a, another set of teams that are very com- uh, comparable, very close. Both teams going to be one and two coming in next week, fighting and scrapping for that first conference win of the year. Somebody's leaving Mount Vernon next week, one and zero in the conference, and it would just be great if it were the Minutemen. Clear Fork's going to get some wins this year, so this will definitely. Well, they've already gotten one. So this is definitely going to help Lexington in their playoff standing. If they can defeat Mount Vernon next week, Mount Vernon already has a win, and you just start to hopefully snowball things from there into a successful season with maybe a playoff run at the end of the year. But it starts with moments like these. And what a fun game to call tonight. What an ending. And the Band of Gold is going to play us out here as I want to thank Kayla Durbin. My wonderful wife down on the sideline doing a great job. If you want to check out some exclusive video from tonight's game, get on to our social media right now. She's posting everything as we speak on Instagram at VSBN Radio, on Twitter at VSBN Radio, on Facebook at VSBN Lexington. And we also have a YouTube channel, VSBN TV. You can also just find all those links to those sites on our website, VSBNRadio.com. You can check everything out there. Thank you so, so much for listening tonight. We love having all of you listening. It just brings us joy to bring you these big moments. It's a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you to my broadcast partner and statistician tonight, Nick Lazier, who did a great job keeping us up to date on everything going on. And a shout-out to former state champ tennis Lexington player Ryan Mercurio up here in the press box with us tonight, dominating down at Cedarville lately. And uh, he just popped in to say hey, so I thought I'd give him a shout-out. Corey Durbin here, one final time from Lex. Man, it's nights like these. I just don't want to get off the air, but we have to. The Minutemen win a thriller, 28-27. We'll talk to you from the Hive next week. Don't miss it. Until then, have a good week, everybody.